Welcome to another Sunday live show. Very special edition this week. I hope you guys are doing well out there. Appreciate everybody in the chat that's already here. We'll get to you guys in a minute. Give you guys some love, some shout outs. If you're out driving tonight, I hope you're being safe. I hope you're making money. If you got, you know, if you're sitting back relaxing, listening to this, I hope you're relaxed. Having a hope you had a great weekend. I hope you hit your goals this weekend. If you're watching on a replay, let me know in the comments down below. Now, uh, we're going to have our special guest in just a couple of minutes. UDM Delivers will be on the show. Him and I are going to be, as he says, chopping it up. And I cannot wait to have him on. He's in the background right now. So everybody in the chat say, what's up to my man, UDM? Give him a, a flex emoji, a high five, or whatever you want to do. A broccoli emoji. Give him a broccoli emoji. I know he's a broccoli eater right now. Give him a, Listen, give him a broccoli emoji in the chat. I see him smiling back there. And be ready for a really good show. We got a couple topics today. But, you know, me and UDM, we like to talk. So it, who knows how long. This might be an eight-hour live. Could be a 10-hour live. Listen, I have no idea what's going to happen, but it's going to be a really good show. Not going to be that long, but it's going to be good. A um, couple of topics tonight. I'm going to bring this up for you guys real quick before I give some shout-outs and before I bring UDM up. So, obviously, listen, everybody in our mom is talking about this, as we should, okay? Every content creator that I follow has covered it. There's varying opinions, as there should be. That's a good thing, okay? And, you know, when DoorDash does something, when Uber, Lyft, any of these major apps do something of significance that is different, people are going to talk about it. So if you ain't tired yet, you're going to be tired by the end of the show because we're going to talk about this, but then also a few other topics. So we're going to get into this. Orders with no tip might take longer to get delivered. Are you sure you want to continue? Question mark. I mean, whoo. I mean, look, look at this. If so, if you are not going to leave a tip, that means if you got to this point on the DoorDash consumer app, you went to hit 0.00 and you saw that nice face of that delivery driver. You might have even read, hey, all your tips go to the drivers. You know, Pedro and UDM are out here hustling and da da da. They give you a little story and you still hit zeros. It is what it is, but this is what some consumers are seeing. Now, so we'll get into that. We'll get into uh, DoorDash earnings caps per hour. Are they controlling some of our money? The cap, no cap. Now, this is something that was talked about by UDM and I've mentioned and other people months ago but i want to re-talk i want to rehash that combo because i definitely think there's some interesting perspective there and i think there are some truths actually and i'm somebody that didn't feel that because i didn't necessarily experience it but i also didn't really deep dive like udm did looking at timestamps of times and this and that i didn't do it because i'm just trying to make my money i'm going out there and as some might call him, he's a mad scientist. He's out there doing these experiments, looking to see what's going on. So we'll get into that. And organically, we'll talk about anything else that pops up, DoorDash and whatever else related. So before we bring him up, let me say hi to a couple of people in the chat. Hit the thumbs up. We got Charlie. I see my man, Will G. Chase, what up, Hollywood finest. Uh, Kick Rocks, Kevin, Shane, Bud Soda, Leo. Uh, Apple Brain, 1967. April, always good to see you, Miss April Bean. Charlie D. Uh, we got Lord boil up <laughs> daddy's delivery he's got the broccoli i love it hockey pnc what's up brother we got loris uh we got mary daphne the review uh kia kia slays i believe uh lisa Gig giggity christopher taylor always good to see you with the four broccoli broccoli emojis i see jeff in the building my man kevin pitstar juan big car representing the three one four with the flex emoji appreciate you sarah g always a pleasure uh boris fasano uh, let's see. Any other new names? Angel, 
Angel, James, Dashing Across America. What's up, brother? Mary Sims, Lynn, Giggs, and Bias. Always a pleasure. I see UDMs in the chat. I see James, my man, Dashing Trader, representing the St. Louis area as well. Put it through and four in the chat. And uh, I think I got everybody's name. Tiffany, Marty, what's up, what's up? Uh, Coach DMF, appreciate you being a channel member. Matt Dog, Trill, Autobahn, Rudy, uh, Monk, VR Computers. I think I got everybody's name. If I missed you, my apologies. All right. So, Without further ado, let's bring UDM up on the screen. And tonight will be a little different because I don't know how we're going to do the StreamYard link. I want to have a conversation with UDM and then we'll follow the chat. I'll put some things up. Um, but it's not going to be like the, the everybody's on at the same time kind of deal. But we might do some of that towards the end of our conversation. So let's go ahead and bring UDM up. But before, I wish I had some music. He's got like fancy music and shit. I ain't got nothing like that. I need to step my game up. I ain't got none of that good stuff. All right. Let's add UDM to the screen. UDM, how you doing tonight, sir? Yo, what's up, man? I'm good. Up, how you doing? Up? I'm good. You got your broccoli? I got my broccoli, man. In the chat, <laughs> I got it. I had it for I dinner. It. You I know what I'm saying? Broccoli all day, broccoli all night. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's all good. It's all right. <laughs> I love it. All right. Listen, I I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just gonna, you know, a lot of people might have already seen the live you did yesterday. If you haven't, mm -hmm. go check it out. Um, mm -hmm. but I'm gonna I'll pull this up real quick just for one more time, okay. So obviously, let's get into this first. This is a big news of the week. Uh, you know, orders with no tips might take longer to get delivered. Now, I know that you have seen some things outside on other social media platforms that you shared with me as far as the consumers and kind of their them replying to it and then Dashers replying to them. So yeah. when you saw this at first, mm -hmm. what was your first initial reaction? And has it changed since or is it the same? You mean the pop up? The pop-up, yeah. When you first heard about it, what did you I first think about it? Yeah. All right. This was my reaction. I'm reading it. <laughs> okay. Hell yeah. Like that, that was my initial reaction. I didn't read into it. I didn't read any comments yet. I didn't mm -hmm. do any of that. I was just like, oh, yeah. Oh, it's about time. It's about time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that, that's how I felt initially, yeah. Do you still feel that way now? I still do. And I have I have my reasons for feeling that way. Um, and I don't even know. I, I'm trying to follow your lead to see if you want to dive right into it or you just no, let, let's let's, no, let's dive. Let's dive in, because I'll say um, I think for me, when I first saw it, I feel like I saw it somewhere a few months back, but it wasn't really. I feel like I saw it before, but I could be wrong. Right. Mm -hmm. But when I saw it again this time, right, mm -hmm. my first reaction was, oh, damn, that's bold. Like, I, I feel like that was kind of bold. Even the wording's a little bold and they're being very bold, which could be good. Right. But then I, my, then my brain kind of went to, damn, OK, this is like it's not no no tip, no trip. But it's, they're kind of telling you your order is going to be delayed. It might be cold, like, you know, in a roundabout way, they're kind of like not forcing a tip but like really suggesting it like almost really like guilt tripping you like yeah a little bit the yeah a little bit a little bit and i feel like with the way tipping fatigue is now and i listen i <laughs> we need to be tipping people in the service industry i've been like very adamant with that right? right but i feel like now i just see so many different posts on from the other side now the consumers and with inflation and everything going on everything's so expensive the delivery fees we've talked about these things right mm -hmm. numerous times I feel like now consumers are just like fighting back. It's like they're almost like, you know what? You're going to shame me? You want to guilt trip me? Nah. I'll just get it myself. I'll make a sandwich. I'll 
I'll leave zero and I'll know I'll get it. I don't care if it's cold. I'll put it in the microwave. So I feel like it's like this battle. That's like now it's like on a whole nother level, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so my reaction was a little different, but mm -hmm. I do think it's positive. I, I like that DoorDash tries new things, you know? Um, that's right. That was like my first reaction to it. But let's get into it. I want to I I pick your brain on some of the things that you've seen from other people's reactions, whether it's from your community, the video you did, the live you did yesterday, the things you've seen online. Yeah. What's some of the things that you're hearing about it? All right. Now, typically, when when it comes down to like how drivers respond in the in the social media space about something that a customer is complaining about, it's usually like, oh, they're probably a no tipper. Right. In this case, when there's a screenshot of this pop up, this mm -hmm. person would this is this will only pop up on somebody that didn't want to leave a tip. Mm -hmm. so, so if no, if the person is actually leaving a dollar, two dollars, however much, they're I'm pretty sure they're not going to see this pop up talking mm -hmm. about they're not, if you don't want a tip or add a tip, you know, mm -hmm. it's like if the best way I could put it, Pedro, is in this in today's society, there's a lot of people that like to complain. Mm. And when they can't get their way, I mean, if somebody's putting their hard earned, they're, they're putting their vehicle on the line for you. If you have a friend, like look at the video I did the other day where there was someone unloading groceries from uh, uh, an, a Tesla. Doesn't matter what she was driving, but she was reloading yeah. it and saying, I'm going to take this back to the store because the customer yeah. spent $400. And I'm like, you spent $400? And you couldn't leave that person a tip, not mm -hmm. one little, whatever the amount is, I'm never going to tell the person how much they can tip or how much they should tip. But at the same time, you can't leave that person a little something extra. If that was your friend and you say, hey, I just ordered some groceries from the store up the road. Can you go pick it up for me? The first thing on that on that call with that friend, you probably say, I'll front you some gas money. Right. You can't right. get a person some gas money, man, because yeah. we're driving our own vehicles. So when I saw that pop up, Pedro, I was like, about damn time. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, because think I'm, about it. We've been yeah. talking about, think about even 10, 15, 20 years ago or 25 years ago when I was a teenager, mm -hmm. we were giving we were giving our homeboy five dollars to take us to the store. Exactly. Right? So so now 20 25 years later, we got people ordering four hundred dollars worth of groceries and not leaving it. Like that's crazy. So I'm glad you brought that up because it's like so much time has passed and we still ain't like some people still don't kind of get it, right? Yeah. Um but yeah, so what are some of the things you've seen? I I, I think Man. you've seen more on the customer rebuttal than Man. I have. Now I've seen some customer rebuttals. They're they're in my comments and in my shorts. I don't know what I'm gonna what kind of service am I gonna get. Or the last time I got cold food or just get a real job, you know, yell Listen. at DoorDash, don't yell at me. You know, we've seen it all. But what, what are you seeing with Listen. this new tip, tip alert? I've seen so many things, Pedro, that it really makes me question society, man. Like it, it's I saw somebody use they were living check to check. I have the comment. I'll, I'll, I'll pull it up on my phone. But let me just I guess let me get this point out. Right. Mm -hmm. They're living in a motel, living check to check, and they're calling DoorDash an expensive, uh, uh, an expensive service. But they're complaining about leaving a tip, which is like three to five bucks. Like, 
Yeah. <laughs> that's that's not really clicking to me. Like if it's an expensive service, why are you using it when you're in a tough situation? Mm-hmm. And then you're complaining about an extra three to five dollars mm-hmm. that you might. I'm never gonna tell somebody you should definitely leave twenty dollar tip, no, or ten dollar tip. Yeah. No, yeah. no, leave them some gas money. Gas money to me is like five dollars, mm-hmm. right? Give me mm-hmm. some gas money, I'm good, right? But you can't tell me you're using that. You're trying to guilt trip me to make me feel bad about your situation, living check to check in the motel, no car. Mm-hmm. And that's why you don't tip, bro. You mm-hmm. shouldn't have even been using DoorDash. I I couldn't agree more with you. I think, and I think a lot of people that use these apps. This is my opinion. I don't have statistical data to back it up, but I feel like I'm accurate. I don't know. You tell me. But I think a lot of people that use DoorDash are living paycheck to paycheck, week to week. They don't have a car, they're, you know, whatever. But like they, their financial situation. I think the average DoorDash consumer, their financial situation isn't great, and they're using the app for convenience. Mm-hmm. But then they're also not realizing because they don't have maybe good financial literacy. They're not realizing, man, I'm spending $40 for a meal when I can go to Aldi and get five meals with that $40. Right. I can go get some mac and cheese. I can get this. I can get some hot dogs. I can get, you know what I mean? Like some eggs, like, and, and they're always going to continue to just kind of be in that hole because of their spending habits. But then to justify, yeah. well, I ain't got money. Well, you do have money. <laughs> you just, you just, ordered some food so you got money to not tip is like "Eh, it's it's just weird it's it doesn't make a lot of sense but you know we're never going to win that battle because those i think those people even with this tippler i'll put it up again i think that if you're not going to tip i in my opinion is this ain't going to make you tip i think it's i think they're just going to glaze over it that's my opinion i think a few people might be like oh okay well i do want my food i don't want it to be delayed all right let me throw a dollar or two or three or four or five or whatever it is. Right. And some people might think like a dollar or two could be good. That food could still be delayed because if you're six miles from the restaurant and that order comes in at three twenty five, you still ain't getting it probably right away. Exactly. You know, so yeah. that's that's kind of how I look at that. But um, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, at the, end of, at the end of the day, you can't. I don't I don't really believe in the word force. Right. It's, it's, when I say don't believe, I mean, in the sense of the tipping. Right. Mm-hmm. I have walked into stores or restaurants for takeout. Right. I place a call in place an order. I'm going to leave a tip, but I'm not going to tip you based on what I see on the screen in front of me. I'm going to tip you. I'm going to custom. I'm going to hit custom tip and give you what I feel like you deserve on this setup. If I mm-hmm. ordered a whole large order. I'm going to tip you accordingly. Am I going to leave you a tip? Yes. But I'm not going to go this 20, 25, 30%. <laughs> because especially, especially when you're picking it up. Especially when you're picking exactly. It up. Yeah. So I'm going to tip you because takeout can be a bit, you know, a bit, you know, it could be busy. Over, just depends yeah. on the day. Right. So I will tip you. But at the same time, I'm not, I don't give a damn what this thing say. I'm going to hit custom tip. Right. Yeah. Well, the only time I don't hit custom, sometimes I even, I even hit custom tip when it's giving me an option, like say a dollar, two dollars. I'm like, I'm not leaving the person a dollar, two dollars. No. Yeah. Right. But that's the, that's a different case. So yeah. I'm going to leave a tip. That that screenshot, that whole thing that DoorDash got going on right now, it's not gonna make people tip. And this is the part that annoys me. 
if it's not going to make you do it, why are you tripping? Why are you making a whole big fuss about it? Because he mm. wasn't going to tip in the first place. You're talking about the customers that have an issue with it. Yeah. Like, yeah. you you running your mouth in the comment section of these videos or this post on, on IG, wherever it's posted. And you saying, why should I tip you? when? Oh, it's tips. Tips stand for... Uh, what does it stand for? Uh, to ensure prompt sure. service. Exactly. Yeah. But you saying I'm not gonna tip until yeah. I get my food. Like, why are yeah. you here? This ain't yeah. your conversation. <laughs> right. Right. Well, listen. If you go back to what it's the acronym for what it stands for, DoorDash is telling you, leave a tip to ensure prompt service. Yeah. <laughs> right. So they're yeah. basically telling them that. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, we're never gonna win this battle, man. Like, let me no, let me get to the next will. let me get to the next phase of this combo, right? So yeah, a lot of consumers, and I have to. I do tend to, I, I get their standpoint sometimes because I've seen some really good videos this past week because I did a little deep dive about the other side, right? And they're talking about, well, hold up. Why are we putting the service workers and the consumers against each other? Why aren't we focusing on the big corporations? Why mm -hmm. don't they just raise the prices or whatever and then don't make it like have to be tipped? Like you want me to pay for this, I'm giving you this money now why am i being shamed because i didn't tip well shouldn't you as an employee as a 1099 or driver or whatever shouldn't mm -hmm. you take that up with your boss yeah which would be your w2 your waitress job or right. uh doordash right? right um so you know i i get that but i mean i just feel like if you're not going to tip, you're not going to tip. It, it is what it is. Right. But like for me, it's like why use the service? Because you know that's how it is in America. That's just that's that's it's part of being kind and understanding. Exactly. And and when they say, well, just charge me more. Okay. Well, you obviously don't have a problem paying more. So why don't you just do the right thing and throw a couple of dollars? You know, it's like it doesn't. Right. You're going to pay for it either way. You know. Right. You're going to. Yeah. Yeah. This is weird. I don't know. Uh, I think their I, I think their biggest gripe is I'm paying a delivery fee, thinking it's going to the driver, and the driver's mm -hmm. only getting a small percentage of that, you know, and they feel like they're being jipped by the company, and now the the drivers are out here saying, hey, you know, you need to tip me, but wait, what? I'm I already paid a delivery fee. Like what? Right. I thought that was going to you. No, yeah. it don't go to me. Well, now that you know, you're gonna order another ten times, and you still ain't gonna tip me. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, and it's like, you know, I think part of the delivery fee or service fee, some of that's going to the driver because we get a base pay. Of course. Yeah. But obviously it's not enough. So my next question to you and you guys let us know in the chat, like, should DoorDash. Just, it's easy for the, for us to say, hey, maybe they should just pay us more. Like, you know, right. my whole theory is no market should ever have an order that is less than a gallon of gas where you live. So if you're in Cali paying $7 for gas, you should never, this is my opinion, see an order less than seven bucks. You just shouldn't in Cali. And they got the prop 22. So most of their orders probably are around that at the yeah. end of the week or whatever on average. Right. But you know, if you're in Florida and you're paying $4 or I'm in St. Louis, I'm paying like three sixty. I shouldn't see an order for less than four bucks. I just, I just shouldn't. Right. And the app should come out right in the beginning, because that would probably allow that order to be facilitated quicker. Right. Um, we know they'll raise the base pay if it's sitting around long enough or if there's some crazy circumstances or if it's a remake, something like mm -hmm. that. But right. I mean, do you ever think we'll get to a point where the apps will just pay us more and the customer will have to pay us less? Or is that just too much wishful thinking? I, I, 
before I even answer your question, let me just process this a little bit. <sighs> Will the apps ever get to a point? And saying it like that, that means like, hey, there's no cap on the amount mm -hmm. of years into the future. <laughs> right? So, yeah. right, 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 right. So will the apps ever pay us more? They will fight ev with everything in their power to not pay us more. I mean, mm -hmm. look at, they fronted up, what, 200 million in Cali for the Prop 22, mm -hmm. right? It, I think that's how much it was between Uber and DoorDash. How much they, however much it was, it's like, man, you know, they're going to fight tooth and nail to not pay drivers more. They're not mm -hmm. going to come out of pocket unless some, look, Uber was threatening with the whole AB5 thing to leave California <laughs> just because yep. the whole argument was you need to pay your drivers a living wage or whatever. Mm -hmm. And Uber like, well, we'll leave, we'll pack up and go. Like, I don't think they will ever try, man. It's it's yeah. just one of those, they, they rather cut than give. Yeah. Look at this comment here. Why would they increase the base pay when you have drivers out here delivering orders for less than a mile, less than a dollar a mile is what he's saying, probably. So, yeah, I mean, I you're right. A lot of new drivers out here. You don't you know, we've all been there. We don't know. We, yeah. don't know. we think we got to take everything. You know, you need top dasher the end of the week. You're like, I'm going to take five orders in a row. I don't care what they are. So eventually you got enough drivers doing that kind of moving in that way. Those low orders will be delivered. You got earned by time. A lot of people, a lot yeah. of drivers do earn by time in St. Louis. I run Here into too, a lot bro. of drivers. Yeah. And I like, and, and some of them like it and they actually show me that they can make decent money. Yeah. I think this is a good segue into the earnings hourly. You know, we'll get into that next. But I, yeah. I see a lot of drivers do earn by time because it takes the guesswork out for them. They just turn on the app, it simplifies it. Yeah. Sometimes they're driving a little more, but sometimes they're not. Sometimes you get a tip, sometimes they don't. And it kind of makes it easy because they, they like that guarantee amount for active time um i run into people they they, they love it it's we i mean you know to each his own but i think you, you right. said you run into drivers like that too right yeah um and to think about it what percentage and this is a question for you in the chat right mm -hmm. what percentage of of doordash dashes out here do you think that are full-time are full-time yeah Oh, you guys put a put an F for full time and a P for part time in the chat. I think um, most drivers are very part time. Um, yeah, I think but a what lot percentage? Of, what oh, what percentage? percentage? Yeah. Oh, I think five to ten percent are full time, and I think ninety five to ninety are part time. I think a lot of people that consume our content, that mm -hmm. percentage would be skewed because mm -hmm. you know there are a lot of full-time drivers that we know and they're engaged and they like to watch the videos and learn right. but i think overall i think a lot of people obviously maybe don't watch youtube and they're part-time they might be somebody like my girlfriend that does it you know four hours a week right mm -hmm. i think there's a lot more drivers like madison than you and i that's how i look at it what about you right so i the numbers are pretty similar right so yeah. i was thinking to myself the other day um if there's a lot of uh, a lot more part-timers than full-timers only a full-timer would really care well not only let me take that back before i get my head knocked off <laughs> but uh is i will is, say uh, this i see a lot of full-timers in the chat that are answering and i i i'm not surprised I believe by it. that shout I'm, out to the full-timers yeah i'm not surprised either but yeah. when you really think about it uh just anybody that, that just hear me out right 
when you think about a full-timer, a full-timer needs to go out there and make the money they need to make with while they full-time, man. They ain't got mm-hmm. no time to be playing around, right? Mm-hmm. Or just driving aimlessly, right? It doesn't matter, right? But a part-timer already made their guaranteed money, and they're just out here part-time. Some of them don't even take it that serious as we full-timers do. Some mm-hmm. of them, they do, right? And they try to figure out how to how they're going to make it work. So if if it's about 5% or 10% of full-timers that take this serious, only us full-timers or majority of what we feel is what we expect. But the part-timers are just going to, they're just going to take whatever. Not yeah. all of them, obviously. It's probably about 70%. Maybe that number is a little high too, but it's still mm-hmm. the majority that is just going out here either because they retired and they just want something to do. Um, this is part-time. This is probably the gas money that they spend to go to work, right? Yeah. Or to do whatever on their free time or their yeah. part-time money to invest. You know, it's, so it's not really that big of a deal for them. I agree, man. I, you know, I think there's a lot of, a lot of full-timers. I think it's probably like 90% full-timers in the chat that have at least answered, but um, yeah. we do have a poll question. I want to talk about that real quick. So the poll question I asked was, should DoorDash be alerting non-tippers about tipping? I think we've got three hundred over 300 votes and 87% of you say yes, 13% say no. So overwhelmingly you guys, the ones that have voted, and if you haven't voted, vote uh, like this, that they should be alerting them. Right. And they're almost alerting them twice. Right. UDM, because yeah. when you place an order on all, all these apps, they kind of have a set tip for you, like a suggested. Right. right. So that price goes up. You order yeah. your McDonald's and it's like, oh, my God, a Happy Meal is going to be twenty dollars. All right. All right. Oh, now I got to tip two dollars. OK, it's twenty two bucks. You know, yeah. and then you got to go through steps mm-hmm. and then they alert you once. Hey, this your money's going to a dash. Or you got to hit zero. And now they're, right. they're basically alerting them two or three times. Right. Um, so I think the alert is a good thing. I don't know. You know, our friend Chris, uh, Chris Boy from Australia, which they just had some major changes. He's a content creator and he's, you know, they don't have, they didn't do tips and now they can get tips in the last, I think, several months. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's saying that he thinks this alert is going to be better than a no tip, no trip movement. Uh, I do agree with that. I think this will be way more impactful because consumers will actually see this. They might not see my video or somebody else's video or UDM's talking about it, you know. So I right. think that's a really good point, Chris, because. You know, every consumer that decides not to leave one when they whatever market this is in, they'll actually see that and at least pause and make them think. Um, I do think, though, some customers would be like, you know what? Fuck this. I don't I don't want to order. And then that might take away. It might actually, on some ways, diminish the order volume. Right. Um, And I saw in your live yesterday, you kind of had like a passionate response to that. Can you give me some of that? Like, I remember saying, yeah. So let's talk about that real quick. The, The customers that will be like, you know what? Nah, nah, nah. I'm just not going to order. What do you say to those people? How do you feel about that if they make that decision? This? <laughs> like, <laughs> goodbye. Because yeah. quality <laughs> over quantity, Pedro, and I'm pretty sure you agree with me on this, right? It's like quality over quantity. I'd rather have five quality customers that tip me however they tip me versus dealing with your boneheaded self that don't want to tip me, and then you take me through a whole process of uh, of of possible deactivation or leaving me a low a low star rating when I was 
extremely nice to you, did yeah. everything in my power to get this food to you, and then you go, what? Nah, like I'd rather you go on by, go, go use the perks that you got on Grubhub and Uber Eats, right? That's fine. But guess what? Mm -hmm. I got those apps too, and guess what? I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm yeah. going to get it where I can. I'm going to decline it over there too, you know, yeah. if you're not going to tip me. But at the end of it all, man, you know, I'd rather have quality over quantity. I don't care about having, oh, I'm going to get a $16 order going mm -hmm. five miles, and then DoorDash is going to now couple that with a non-tip order, and then I don't know which one is the tip, non-tip. Yeah, I know, Okay, man. all right. So I'd rather just have the 16 instead of it being 18 with your additional $2 that's, that's being added to that going five miles. Mm -hmm. oh, I rather yeah. this. I rather just be sixteen and just deal with my good customer all day. And I've you know I've made videos. I'm sure you have. I've taught my audience. Hey, this is how you know. I made a little video. Take this is how you can tell which order don't have the tip. Drop that two dollar one because if if it's paying you eighteen, but one of them sixteen, one's two. Drop the two because you're better mm -hmm. off. You know. And now DoorDash they fixed that a couple months back. Now you can't tell on a stack which one is. Because if you try to unassign it, it doesn't it doesn't tell it doesn't break down like now your new payout's gonna be this amount if you unassign Pedro's and you keep UDMs, right? So they 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 definitely patched that part, which kind of mm -hmm. sucks, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, because now they'll they'll couple sometimes a good customer, a good tip with a good tip, and sometimes they do a good tip with a bad. You don't even know now. You have to just kind of take it at face value. Right. Um but yeah, like you said, deuces, you know, I think. I agree with it, but I will say this to take the other side of it. I think that there yeah. are times we need. Come on, Pedro, don't ever do that. I got to no, interrupt no, no. you. <laughs> no, no, no. Listen, not that we need them to place an order, but okay, there are about times. To say. Listen, there are times. Listen, I'll, I'll get some heat for this. I don't give a fuck. Listen. <laughs> so let's say it's a Friday night. Okay. okay. This happens. This happens to all of us. Right. Okay. There's a $2 peak pay. Right. It's two dollar mm -hmm. peak pay. You got a stack for Papa John's. It's paying you twenty dollars, right? Mm -hmm. And to use your scenario, one of them is sixteen and the other one's four. So we know that the base pays two, and then you had two dollar peak pay. There's four dollars for one order. They didn't tip you, mm -hmm. but it's twenty bucks and it's going three miles. That's not bad, right? It, so it's not. if we if we don't have that customer ordering, that order only comes in at sixteen for two point seven. But isn't it better to have a twenty? for three, then, you know, so I think there's some situations where those orders, they just kind of make sense, but okay. overall, yeah, those customers can go deuces, right? I mean, I, I totally get that, you know? Now, let me ask you this, Pedro. If it's coupled together, right? You got the 16 and then you got the four. What if you get the 16 first and then they send an add on for four? Oh, sure. <laughs> You're gonna oh, take it. yeah. Uh no, not $50. No, so no, gotta, no, I don't. Yeah, I don't. It got to be bunched together, together. If it's bunched together, it's like I got to take I got to take at that point if they put them together, I can't separate in the beginning, right? So I'll take it without knowing, but then if I wind up finding out, then it's like, okay, it is what it is. I have to take make a decision cuz now you can't. I used to drop that order. The 2 or 3 or 4 dollar order, I would drop it, but you can't do that anymore, right? So I think situationally now, those consumers they don't have value, but we have to understand that they're going to be there. There's nothing we could do about it. like they're still going to order. Right. Um, and I think if we if if those customers went completely away. 
also, wouldn't that make it you and I, right? Wouldn't that make it there's less good customers for us to service because now the people that do take those $4 orders aren't taking anything but the good ones? Because if every order is good out there, we're also going to be in competition with the, the top dashers, the brand new drivers, right? So there, there'll actually be less order value. So then the ones that take the trash that we don't want to take won't have any trash to take. So then they're going to be getting some of our good ones, right? And then the the tear system or the priority would make more sense. It, it would. And we don't have that here. I know I know you got it where you're at or you, you had it. <laughs> yeah, but when you just think about this, if there are more high quality orders or more, uh, uh, more, I guess I'll just call it that, high quality orders, right? These orders have tips on them. These orders, the customer values, the work that we do, right? They they love it. Thank you. They appreciate it, right? That means a lot of us will have a high acceptance rate. If anything, we would have a very high acceptance rate because yeah. the yeah. only thing that might be affected is just wait time at the restaurant and the order got to be dropped, That which would mm -hmm. be the completion rate, which I loved your video that you did the other day. That was something I was working on. Not a video, oh, yeah. but, yeah. but uh, an I experiment that I was working on. But yeah. um, the thing is, man... Um, I tell you, when it comes down to knowing and not knowing, I rather have multiple apps than to have the four dollar be paired yeah. up with a good one. I rather yeah. have another app running and then I get a another tipping customer on another app mm -hmm. and then make my twenty dollars in thirty minutes or an hour, however however long it takes me to get it, versus me having to deal with the non tipper. So I understand the volume and I understand that, you know, because of the pandemic and everything, there's a lot of more, a lot more new dashes out here, right? A lot more people dashing, never thought they would ever be delivering food. Mm -hmm. I get it. The volume, we will now be competing against each other for that specific great order. But at mm -hmm. the same time, where I asked this question on my live stream, where do we draw the line? Because mm -hmm. at the same time, DoorDash is right now, what they're doing is the same thing they have done for years upon years upon years. Take advantage, get us to do more work for the same money. So where do you draw the line? Yes, I hear you loud and clear. You rather see a $20 order going, I think you said five miles or three miles. Three miles, three miles, yeah. Three miles. You rather see it. Yeah. It, but you didn't know it's, it's a 16 and a, and a 4. Okay. Whatever it is. It could have been a 10 and a 10. Right? Mm -hmm. Don't know. I understand that. But at some point, where do we draw the line? Yeah. Where do we draw the line? I mean, again, i rather get two separate apps to make my 20 versus having to deal with, oh, there's not as much volume over here. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. I got three or 50 other apps. I'll just turn them all on and just make my money yeah. elsewhere while having quality customers on DoorDash place an order. Yeah. That's just my, my way of thinking. Well, and the other apps, I, I got a question I want to bring up and I want your opinion on it. But the other apps, I think historically, at least in St. Louis, Uber, the, the when I was doing more Uber, the the valuation per order average was a little higher than DoorDash. So I think DoorDash is on the lower end as far as the average order subtotal and, and mm -hmm. just order order value. Because mm -hmm. when you're talking about, I know you got apps like the catering apps and various other apps that obviously yeah. it's going to be more quality versus quantity. And DoorDash mm -hmm. is clearly 
the quantity king, right? Because yeah. they have the market share and there's just right. every, you know, you could turn on DoorDash in most markets and it'll be red or pink and you're probably going to get something. It might not be good, but you're going to get something. Other apps, you might have to sit around for 30 minutes or an hour sometimes even right. before you even see an offer, but it might be really good, right? Yeah. Um, so what do you think about this? So Chris Boyce's question, could you, could DoorDash raise acceptance rate even higher for programs now that more customers are tipping? See, so that, if the, if the orders are better, could they mm -hmm. actually raise the bar on certain things? See, that's what I was saying, right? I think all of our acceptance rates would be way high because the everyone is tipping. There's there's a better when you go out and mm -hmm. dash, there's more of a, a higher possibility that you're gonna get a great offer as your first one, your second one, your third one. You're probably gonna be making more than twenty dollars an hour, <laughs> you know, whatever it yeah. is, right? But you're going to be receiving better offers and you're not going to have to deal with you might have to deal with some mileage situations because DoorDash, I don't I think they're expanding how far they want you to drive. <laughs> oh, it's gotten yeah. so bad, man. But yeah. at the end of the day, man, you know, it's it's one of those things where, yeah, I, I think they should raise the AR uh, percentage if everyone is tipping. Because at the end of the day, all offers are going to be better offers. Yeah. Which is not a bad thing. It's not, not a bad thing. thing. It's not a bad thing at all, I don't think. I mean, uh, so let's get into, I want to put up, uh, let me see. So we have some, some people in here in the chat. I know Roy is one of them. I know you and Roy seem to be on a similar side as far as cap, no cap. Right. I know yeah. you did some experimenting. There were some videos. There was numerous mm -hmm. conversations. And yeah. I was on the other side, like, nah, hold yeah. up. Nah, nah, nah. No caps, no cap or cap is cap. You know, like I was like, nah, there's no way. Right. right. So what did you kind of see in touching base with that? Because maybe some of my viewers weren't really aware of that. Some of those conversations. So mm -hmm. when we talk about DoorDash yeah. capping hourly earnings, right, mm -hmm. for drivers to where basically they're trying to make it kind of even. Mm -hmm. So you did that. And then obviously now we have to earn by time and they're trying to make everything kind of even make sure that, you know, when Pedro goes out and UDM and Roy and Will and Joseph and Robbie and Henry and Tammy and all these people go out, they want to try to make as many drivers happy yeah. as possible with the earnings so that they go back and turn it on the next day. Like, right. listen, I think that's smart. They should be doing that. Right. It shouldn't be just me and you making all the money and everybody else making five dollars an hour. That's not right. That's not right. a good way to run a business. So explain to the viewers and like, what did that, how did that come up and what did you see? And just give us a little history on the, the DoorDash capping drivers and why you think that's, that's happening. Okay. So I've always questioned, wait, it's busy out here. Why am I not getting anything hitting my phone? Mm -hmm. Right. Uber is a different, a different situation. I might get a lot of trash on Uber, but the flow never stops. I'm like, wait, I thought DoorDash was king. Like, why is my Uber app going off 15, 20 times before I get one DoorDash, right? Why am I paused in, in the case of talking about just delivery on online? Why am I throttled, right? Why am I not getting anything? This is before Top Dasher. This is before uh, uh, the tier system. Why am I not getting anything? I'm glad Harry from Rideshare God interviewed Tony Shoe. And he said mm -hmm. he pretty much he want everybody to get paid. You know what I'm saying? He did, he did say that. He did say you that. You know what I'm saying? And that was that that actually confirmed what I was saying when I was like, okay, if I just made 
$20 in like 30 minutes. Why is, why is it taking another 30 minutes for me to get another offer? Just an offer. It doesn't even matter if it's something that's great, that pays great. It's taking me so long to get another offer. So I started tracking it. I started tracking it. I'm looking at my time. I'm looking at the time I start and the time that I get my first order. Sometimes as soon as I hit dash now, I'm getting an order. Boom. Yep. It might be $2. <laughs> For the sake of the experiment, I'm taking it, right? So I'm taking the first order. I'm done with that one. Hey, taking the next one, taking the next one. And I'm like, oh, it's busy. Oh, okay, I'm getting. Oh, and then all of a sudden it just stopped. Then I end my dash. I look and the zone is very busy or it's busy. And I'm like, wait, what's going on? I'm supposed to be getting loaded. Mm -hmm. So then I leave my app on and now I'm noticing a pattern. This mm -hmm. pattern, once I hit a certain number by a certain time, is going to stop. Mm -hmm. And then it's just going to keep on rolling until it stops. Then I took it down and I took it up a notch by controlling my time that DoorDash knows. So when I say my time that DoorDash knows, I want to make sure I'm very clear on what I'm saying. We have to schedule ourselves on DoorDash. This gives DoorDash an idea of how many dashes are going to be in the area or in the zone at the times that we scheduled. So if DoorDash knows that I'm going to have, well, I'm saying I'm as DoorDash, right? Yeah. I'm going to have a hundred dashers online on this day for all day. And I want all of these dashers to make this amount of money. I'm going to now make my judgment and throttle who I need to, where I need to, to make sure each person that's online for that day is going to mm -hmm. make the amount of money I want them to make. Not the amount of money they think they can make, <laughs> the amount of money yeah. I want them to make. So that's all it is in, a, in the most simplest form possible. So I came up with the hour, the hour schedules because mm -hmm. it now lets it know instead of me scheduling myself from 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. and giving it my entire attention all day, I'm going to schedule right. myself for one hour. I'm only available for one hour, DoorDash. What you going to do? They're going to feed me for one hour and then move on to the next. They're going to feed me to, for the next 30 minutes. Whatever I'm supposed to make in them 30 minutes is all I'm going to make in those 30 minutes. So it's kind of like just telling it, hey, I'm only available for an hour. So if I'm going to make $20 an hour, just feed me now. And even, if, have even if your intention is to be out for more than an hour, correct? Of course. Yeah. Because so you're, yeah. Okay. I get so, that. So just to kind of like, I guess, I just hope everybody's understanding what I'm saying because it could get a little confusing, right? When we dash, whatever time your dash ends, and you could be, a, uh, since you dash as well, Pedro, let me mm -hmm. know if DoorDash has ever done this to you. Your last order on your dash goes a little bit past the time you were supposed to end. Yes, usually. Yeah. So if I, if I, let's say I'm scheduled, uh, usually when I start, I'll start and I don't schedule like all day mm -hmm. or I, I'm not, I don't schedule, but what I'm saying is I don't give my, my end time. I don't make it long. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of do it in like couple hour intervals. That's me. I have the dash on feature, so it doesn't matter. But yeah, like if I if I'm well, supposed to end at three o'clock, it mm-hmm. might send me something at like two fifty five, and well, then it, and then I won't end my I'm not done till like three fifteen or something like that. I don't know. I don't know if that explains what you're trying to say or not. But okay, yeah. But before I even continue, you see, even with dash now, you have to tell it what time you're gonna end, so you're still scheduling. <laughs> Yeah, you're still scheduling. You're still scheduling, yeah. Right, it, whether you're going to be on for an hour or thirty minutes or another two hours, it's, you're still yeah. scheduling. So anyway, so when it comes down to it, when it comes down to it, what I'm getting at is, you could start your dash, you could begin your dash. If you don't have the dash now feature, you could begin your dash fifteen minutes prior before your dash begins or mm-hmm. the time of your dash. So if if your dash is supposed to start at seven, you can start dashing at six forty-five. If in case anybody didn't know that, right? Yep. Yep. But at the same time, the last order, they always send it past my time. So I always said, All right, well, I'm only available for an hour, but I know you'll probably make me work for an hour and fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. And guess what? The next dash that I have scheduled, which is 30 minutes later, uh, it might end at seven. I'm scheduled for seven thirty. I might run over to 7.15 on the first dash. I'm going to be able to dash now right. for my right. second dash, and it's going right. to be like, you know, it's my time ain't wasted. Yeah, right, right. You no, know, so that. so it's just it's just my approach on the whole thing, and I, I realize the pattern. That's all it is, just experimenting So are you, let me everything. ask you a question. Are you suggesting dashers run small blocks of time? versus longer blocks of time because if you run longer blocks of time you feel like maybe they might spread out the money so yes. that if you're is that's what you're saying right so that's exactly what i'm saying if you're gonna well i'm gonna work eight hours so they're just gonna spread out my 200 dollars, let's just say but if i only say i'm gonna work two or three i might actually at the end of my eight hours make 225 yes. because they're not you know okay I, I i get that i get that um and i feel like do you think this is how i look at it I think the market, obviously, it's very cliche for us to say or for me to say, but the market obviously has so much to do with it. Because Mm -hmm. what happens in St. Louis is going to be different than what happens in Florida, what happens in Chicago, Kentucky. Right. But obviously, as we see with the earn by time Mm -hmm. in St. Louis, I think it's like 15 bucks or something like that. And if it's there's peak pay, it obviously goes up. I think it's somewhere in that range. And other markets, it might be I've heard people say it's as low as like eight, nine dollars. Right. I've heard other people say it's 17, 18 dollars. So clearly they're going to take that active hourly earned by time. It's going to be different based on your standard of living, your market, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Right. right. But I, I do think, you know, do OK, let me ask you, do you think at the end of the week? Because I know you guys talked about like with Mr. Flex, you know, yeah. you and Roy and you and, and Flex are like, oh, look, at look at what you made. It's always yeah. about the same. But always isn't it always time. about the same because it's the same market and he's working the same amount of hours? Or do you think DoorDash is basically saying, hey, this is what you're going to make. Like if you stay out for 60 hours, we're not going to make we're not going to give you more than this amount of money. Do you think that there's actually like a cap per week per driver based on just the hours and the DoorDash algorithm knows you work you usually work this amount of hours. We're not going to make you make more than that because we got to feed other drivers. Do you think they do that? Yeah, I I truly believe that they do that. I don't have any factual evidence except all yeah. the screenshots and data that I've collected myself 
and looking at other creators online and and watching how their earnings were coming in and the mm -hmm. times if they showed the times right just seeing that and uh flex let's just say flex flex is known for getting a lot of big bangers right yeah so, lop orders and big bangers. Yeah. yeah so i'm like okay flex how much did you make if he tell me oh i'm pushing to make this and i'll be like okay that was that's this year right yeah that's this year okay what about the year before oh this is what i made the year before all right let's look at last year's earnings let's see how much you made for the amount of time that you work oh wow that's all you made let's look at what you currently have it's about the same so when it when it comes down to I've, okay i've had a driver in my area mm -hmm. tell me if it's a slow they'll they'll schedule themselves all week right if it's a slow monday tuesday wednesday it's gonna be a popping thursday friday saturday sunday mm -hmm. and i've also heard from that same driver if it's a popping monday tuesday wednesday it's gonna be a slow thursday friday saturday sunday mm. so even that driver realized what i was saying and they were like yeah that's that's what's going on that gotta be it that's the only yeah. thing that makes logical sense. So they're controlling what we make, no matter how many hours we put in. If we want to make $1,000 a week, we got to work more to make $1,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think a lot of us are there right now. Don't you? I don't know what you see from people leaving comments and what you people sending you stuff, but I think a lot of people are right now with the way things are, they're working more than they were a year ago, two years ago, three years yep. ago. And maybe making about the same, but they're working more. So that means they're making less money. That's how yeah. I look at it. So if, exactly. if I UDM, if I gotta work 50 hours to make what I made in 35, exactly and I think it's the same money, I'm not happy. <laughs> right. You know, I, I know the money's the same, but it's not because I actually had to put forth a lot more time, effort, gas, I'm making less profits, you know. Exactly thousand like dollars. So your thousand might not equal my thousand. You know, there's a lot of other factors there. And I think we tend to forget about that sometimes. We just look at the big number and mm -hmm. you're not looking at you're not breaking it down and thinking right. how many how much time it took you and how much gas you drove and used and all that stuff right how much energy mm -hmm. you expended right. um, how much did you sweat doing them shopping pays lifting them cases of water whatever right but 15 cents is a sweat droplet man 15 <laughs> listen that's got to be a dollar what are you talking about <laughs> but like so yeah. it's interesting though because i remember when he brought that up i was like it made me think like i don't i don't think so right Mm -hmm. But now I can see, you know, I can see the argument for it. You know, who mm -hmm. really knows? But I can see the argument to be based on yeah. for it. But it's interesting because we make content to help drivers, right? Yeah. And there's a lot of us out here with tips and tricks and little things we could do and motivation and relatability. We A lot of us do it. And a lot of us do it really yeah. well. And I think people value, I think there's still value in that. But it's yeah. almost like if you're, if, if this cap thing is here, it's like all my videos, they don't mean nothing. Because if, if you just go out and just work, you're going to make what DoorDash wants you to make, right? Yeah. So it's, it's it's almost a weird thing. And then also, I, I see a lot of people that struggle with DoorDash. And they say, oh, my God, I ran my car into the ground. You know, I lost all this money. I was making $12 an hour. So was that person capped or not capped? You know what I'm saying? Or was it just yeah. their market was shitty? It could be, just be their market was just really bad and couldn't sustain them. You know what I'm saying? Like, look at, look at my area. Um. I'll, I'll tell you this, right? There's there's like two zones, maybe like 60 plus miles away from me 
that mm-hmm. does not have the tier system. But every other zone in South Florida, in the Tri-County area, and when I say Tri-County, I mean Miami-Dade County, Broward County, and Palm Beach County, right? There's only two zones in the Palm Beach County, to my knowledge, that don't have the tier system. Everything else south of that, tier system. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wait, what's so special about these zones up here? Whenever right. I would go up there, Pedro, bangers, bangers. I'm like, wait, I'm a regular dasher. Why am I getting these? Oh, <laughs> hell yeah, I'm gonna take yeah. this. Yeah, bangers. But I'm not gonna drive sixty plus miles a day just to make whatever I would make up there. You know, mm-hmm. doesn't matter. It doesn't even matter. Even even matter what app it is. It could be DoorDash or Uber Eats. Bangers, man. Like there's rich folks up there. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And they yeah. they don't mind tipping. Yeah. So, and and a lot of times they're ordering the, the subtotal from the places they're ordering is higher, so those tips are a little bit better than the orders we get from McDonald's and Taco Bell and stuff like that. So now, now listen to this. On the flip side of things, since there's a lot of rich people in the area, how mm-hmm. many dashes are actually out there working? There's not as many dashes out there working because only a few people are going to drive way up there just to work DoorDash because those people up there don't need to work DoorDash. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So there's mm-hmm. so many bangers. There's so many things that I, I could tell you where I live. Man, it's so congested with dashers. Is it? It is so con- Man, I could take you to a Chipotle, Pedro. <laughs> Whenever you come down here and when we walk in, you'd be like, Oh, I thought these were customers. No, everybody got a phone, bro. Really? Oh, <laughs> we See, all waited. I've seen that. So when I went to downtown LA, I noticed that. And then when I went to New York, I noticed that. I went to it. I was like, damn, there's like 20 people in here. And those are big cities, bigger than St. Louis, right? Yeah. When I, in St. Louis, what I see, because we're kind of like a medium to medium-sized city, you know? Um, mm-hmm. I love my market. It's, it's treating me really good for the most part. I feel really lucky to be in St. Louis, you know? But I don't see a lot of dashers like huddled up in those chipotles you know but what i see in my market is i see new people every day that i've never seen before Mm -hmm. and the the people that i used to see i don't see anymore i I sometimes run into a four or five on a regular basis, but a lot of new faces a lot of bright red bags so i think in st louis like i think a lot of people just did it for a little bit a few months and then they're just done and then they got this new crop of drivers um Mm -hmm. which i like i like the new drivers because hopefully they're taking some low balls and then i'll eventually it'll make money but I, I want the good ones i'm just being selfish you know what I'm saying? give me the good ones give me all the good ones you know um but i don't you know the cat thing was always just kind of fascinating to me because there's so many layers to it because if, that, if that's the case man then we really don't have we talk about control right and i've always been yeah. somebody that feels like i have control when i work i can decline i can unsign i can do this i could decide when to turn it off and on but this kind of throws a wrench into that because really if yeah. there's that cap it's kind of like they're just going to send me whatever they're going to get me to that 25 to 28 dollar range and that's it you know um and obviously this is only if you're just doing doordash to udm's yeah. point and other people's point and we should all have at least in my opinion even if you're brand new mm-hmm. you should at least have one of that and then you learn that other one then you get a third one then you get a fourth one and whatever however many apps are available for you you should try them out because you might be missing out on opportunities. I've been doing a lot more Instacart the last six months. I really, really, really like it. It's helped me keep my mileage low. I get to my goal a little bit quicker. When I was just doing DoorDash, I could do okay, but sometimes I'd have to stay out longer 
or I'd have to take more five or six dollar runs. And it kind of puts you in a spot where it's like, you know, I'm working harder, not smarter when you're just doing one app. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, how many apps you got right now? I feel like uh, I'm going to take a guess. I want to play a game with UDM real quick. y'all. Listen, I want y'all to put a put it put a number in the chat. How many apps do you think UDM has on his phone? Not that he uses every day, but how many apps you think he got? I'm gonna take a guess, and then we'll have we'll have a match. So I'm gonna give you guys like 20 seconds. Put a number in the chat. All right. How many apps you think he has? I'll tell you mine first. I only got. Let's see. I got Uber, Instacart, DoorDash. That's it. I got three. <laughs> I got three apps. Right. I got no catering apps. I started to try to sign up. I didn't finish. I got three. So let me see. I got eight, eight, ten, nine, three, uh, ten to fifteen. 10, 7. How many apps does Mr. UDM have right now? That I use for money? Or I just have, I just like, signed yeah. up for? Any kind of, any, so you would have he at least had to use it one time to make money, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, But it, it doesn't have to be just food delivery. It could be whatever, like a gig kind of app. How many does UDM have? All right. Off the top of my head, I just took a glance yeah. at my phone. But what's yeah. on my first screen for my iPhone? Yeah. I have Draver. I deliver cars. Okay. I've seen those I, videos. Yeah, I saw the one I video. I have <laughs> both of my catering ads that I love, which is uh, Deliver That and Delivered. Mm -hmm. I have DoorDash, Uber Eats, Grubhub. Just take a quick glance. Dispatch, right? Um, Curry. And Vho. Okay. So I have nine. Uh, did I mention Uber? I got no. Uber. That's ten. That's ten. <laughs> so he's got he's like that Michael Jordan meme where he's got all the rings on his fingers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Tom says Tom Tom says uh, one million two hundred and fifty thousand five hundred seventy. <laughs> you probably right, man. That's probably how much how much bandwidth my phone uses every time I turn on. Man, I I couldn't. I mean, so <laughs> so out of those, how many like. How many do you on, on an average day do you think do you think you would use to actually make money? Obviously, you're not turning ten on at one time. I don't. Maybe you do. I don't know. How do you how do you work those apps? How do you juggle those? All right. So I'll just tell you. All right. It depends on the situation, right? If uh, let's just say mm, there was a three week period that I I couldn't get my deliver that to work for nothing, right? Mm -hmm. So my money was down, and that was at least at least 60% of my gig workers earnings. You know what I'm saying? So 60% I'm out of, I'm out of it for like 3 weeks. I would literally find the money wherever it is. Meaning, let's just say I get a curry run for 30 $30 going 20 miles. I'll try to see if I could get a DoorDash, not a DoorDash, a Uber because I don't have to be in a specific zone. Yep. I try to get an Uber, try to work an Uber. Um, I try to get a dispatch. A dispatch, it uh, is like, you know, just delivering supplies for suppliers, right? So let's just say Home Depot got some stuff they want me to deliver to their customer. You know, I could probably do something. I never got a Home Depot run, but I'm just saying, like, there's different companies that you could deliver supplies to their customers for them that place an order to them from for, for them right but anyway i would try to make a dispatch work or sometimes i might get a hundred dollar dispatch and i'll try to route or i'll try to do everything else with the other apps that i have 
that I could get something along the way. And that that's basically trash to gold, turning trash into gold, or just using what other apps I could use to make this trip worth it. Yeah. Yeah. So if I'm if I don't have anything going on on DoorDash today because it's just dead for whatever the reason, I'm going to try to find my orders on Draver. I may I may have a run that I may have to drive up to I don't know, West Palm Beach. I may have to drive to Orlando to go pick up a vehicle, whatever it is, you know, and drive it back. But I'll be paid accordingly. So it just depends on the situation. And like Buds always say, yeah, that's why you got a (laughs) multi-app. Yeah. You know what's funny? I think Bud Soda makes an appearance uh, either vocally from us or vocally from himself on each one of our lives. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. Bud Soda's just, he's that guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shout out to Bud Soda. So, yeah. Soda. Do you think that a new driver, um, how, how long do you think a driver should be driving, or what, what level of comfortability do you think somebody should be at before they start working the apps the way you do or the way other drivers do? You know, you talk about multi apping, stacking and routing, and taking this VHO here and looking for. I, you know, do you think a new driver should be thinking in that way, or do you think that they should take a little bit of time to to sharpen their skills? Well, baby steps, you know, because I want to, I want to say, I want to point this out, right? When you look at these multi, these people that just these billionaires, man, they have so many streams of income, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Even millionaires, right? There's so many oh, yeah. streams of income, yep. right? I look at these apps as streams of income, right? Mm-hmm. And the only way it should stress me out is if there's just so much work coming in on one of them that I can't handle, and then I just have to turn it off. I have to make that executive decision to just turn it off. I can't run all of them all day, get a notification from this one and this one at the same time. I got 10, Pedro. Imagine getting notifications from all no, of them at the same well, it's, time. It's not safe either. If you drive, you know what I'm saying? Not, it's not. It's not, it's not exactly. It's not safe. But um, I would just say, you want to earn what you want to earn, you're going to put that hustle forth, right? It's just how you handle it. I don't recommend anybody leaving all notifications on for all of these apps. Only when you need it, only when you want to use it, turn it on. Yeah. Why not? Right? I yeah. have I have a few apps that I can pre-schedule things, and then I work the other apps around them. So let's right. just say, for the sake of catering, right? Let's just say I got to deliver that for tomorrow, right? And let's just say I'm supposed to pick it up by like 9 a.m. I might just turn on my dispatch if if it's in that area that is very busy. I might turn on my dispatch while I'm setting up that order. Right. See, see if I can get something else to take me out of here because this one catering order is about to be done at 9.30, 9.45, and I got nothing else to do. I could turn yep. on my Uber, but that's on demand. If I just want to have something else, I just leave here and pay me decently and get the heck up out of here. I could turn on dispatch, make that happen. Yeah. So I wouldn't recommend anybody turning on all 10. Well, I don't know how many they have, but I would not turn on all 10. I would yeah. see what I could get with a pre-schedule and then work the other ones that are more on demand um, and go from there, man. Yeah, that's good advice. I think it's hard to 
you know, it's it could be frustrating. It could be stressful if you got so many going. It's going off. It's like, oh, I just accepted this order. Do I want to? Especially on the on yeah. demand side, do I want to stretch the limit? Is it going the right way? Can I do this? Can I do? You know, it's so yeah. much, it's unsafe. And a lot of us, we might be driving. If you just accept the DoorDash, you're driving to the to, to the Chick Fil A. Then you got Uber going off. You got an Instacart. Yeah. You got a catering app ringing. It's like okay. It, yeah. You know, you're not going to probably be your effective self if you're trying to juggle too many balls at once. But I definitely having those opportunities and those pre-schedules, I'm sure that's got to be a game changer. I haven't experienced that because I'm not on any of the catering apps yet. But I mean, it's got to be a great feeling to be like, I, right, right, I'm UDM. I got I got fifty dollars already tomorrow, right? On this catering, yeah. like that's got to be a good way to start the day. Yeah. Whereas I know most drivers, especially if we're just doing DoorDash, it's like, all right, I know I want to make a hundred, but I got nothing in the books, right? Yeah. So to have something you on the books, you got to start from the mud. Yeah, you, you, yeah, you got, you got, you got to break, you got to earn it a little bit. I think you got to learn yeah. the market, what times are good, what days are good, all that good stuff. But you know, yeah. um, let me see who's in the chat. I got Tammy still in here. Gigwise, Doctor Fib, asking for slots. <laughs> if you guys got some questions, um, put them in the chat. We'll put some. Uh, we can put a couple questions up. I've been seeing some. I've been trying to put some things up on the screen as they come along. Appreciate you guys for being here. If you're just coming in, we talked about the new DoorDash alert. I'm going to put it up one more time for the people that weren't here in the beginning. Uh, UDM, UDM and I are talking about the orders with no tip might take longer to get delivered. Are you sure you want to continue? DoorDash is implementing this in some markets to consumers that don't want to leave a tip. Uh, both of us kind of feel like, hey, this is a good thing. Should have been done sooner. Uh, you know, we don't want these customers on the app anyway. And if they're not going to tip, this ain't going to do much either. Right. So it's like it's one of those things, you know, it's like this is a good alert. It could help in some cases. But then also, if they're not going to leave a tip, they're not going to leave a tip. And you're not, you know, DoorDash isn't going to change their mind. Right. So, you know, DoorDash should pay us more regardless. You know, and sometimes they do when those orders don't have a tip if it sits long enough. But we got into that and then we started talking about the earnings cap, how DoorDash can. Um, basically cap earnings and UDM's advice is to don't schedule and challenge. If I'm getting this wrong, let me know. Basically yeah. don't schedule a whole full day, do it in smaller blocks so that you could benefit from what DoorDash is sending you. You might get better orders if you're doing these one hour, one and a half hour blocks versus telling DoorDash, Hey, I'm going to work all day. You're going to spread out my money. Just give me the money right now. And then I'll decide if I want to work more. Right. And it, it, I think he's seen some benefits of that. Does that make sense? It makes yeah. a lot of sense. There's even, okay. there's even more, there's even more benefit if you have dash now, because it doesn't know if oh. you're going to, if it doesn't know if you're going to uh, work anymore. Yeah. So if you have, if, if you still schedule yourself out for 10 hours, let's just say you work 10 hours a day. Right. Cause I know some dashes, they say if you're not working 15 hours, Pedro, you're not you're not gonna make no money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, if you still scheduling yourself out, you know it's it's still gonna try to you know do what it do. But if you yeah. have Dash now, you have even more control. And I feel like if you have more control with what you sh you don't have much control over, which is what you are sent, the offers you're sent to that are sent to your phone. If you don't have control over what that is, then why would you give it so much of your time, right? I, don't get me wrong. Yeah. What I'm saying is schedule yourself, but pause yourself for a portion of time. And I'll tell you this, Pedro, and I'll put it out on record here, right? I never, uh -oh, I never breaking put news, video. Breaking news. Breaking news. <laughs> this is how much I knew what the hell I was doing 
I would this don't work anymore, by the way. I'll tell you this. They got smart with me. I would pause my I would schedule myself for an hour and pause myself for 35, 34 minutes. Okay. And I, whatever they wanted me to make for the hour, I would get it. So you were so you were basically <laughs> just uh so, so what you're saying is, hey, okay. Well, okay, in that theory, couldn't it be and you could have just paused for well, you can only pause for 30 minutes, right? 30, yeah, okay. I see what you're saying. So I would schedule for an hour. Yeah. Pause for 34 minutes of that hour, run my Uber, whatever I make on the Uber, and then I might just yeah. get two ten dollars, uh a twenty dollar, yeah. uh whatever it is for the next twenty something minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. So you so in that in that for in that theory, you would probably you'd still see some trash, but you'd probably see less of it. Less. That was the whole point. And, 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 and your AR, your AR, AR, your AR won't take as much of a hit because you're not declining as many orders. So I, I, I've done that. Yeah, I, I and I talk. I've talked about that recently. I, I, to try and teach people how to keep the AR up. You know, people got you know, whatever. We can get that's a whole another topic. Yeah, but like, there's yeah. ways around that mm -hmm. you can do it, yeah. pausing and all that, so that you're not seeing as much trash. So yeah. when you don't see as much trash, to UDM's point. So if I have that app on for an hour and UDM and I are both in Florida, I got my app on for an hour, I might get 10 offers, right? Mm -hmm. UDM's paused for 30 minutes. He might only get five and two of those are good, right? And I I'm, I only accepted maybe three orders in the offer in an hour because that's about what you could do. I had to decline seven. UDM declined two. His AR is naturally, organically probably going to be higher than mine because he declined less than I did. So yeah. there's little tricks, you know, you can, mm -hmm. you don't have to sit there and just see every single thing. Right. Yeah. So, and if you're somebody that believes that there is that cap, that earnings cap for that hour, a lot of my time, why not only see a couple orders, take the good ones, make your 20 bucks, 18 bucks, $24, whatever it is. Right. Uh, that, that I think would vary. I don't know if you saw that, but it's probably within a couple dollars here and there. It's mm -hmm. not every time going to be 20 bucks. Right. Cause no, you're looking the, at the thing is, the thing is, though, there is this range. And when mm -hmm. I say a range, like if on average, and this is only by active time, not by dash time, okay? Because yeah. you could be dashing for 15 hours for the day and you decline for eight of those hours, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, um, and you probably will make over 200 because you're declining. But um, when it comes down to it, man, it's... it's uh, it's, it's what, just, what about this comment right here from Matt Dog? DoorDash penalizes you for pausing. Fact. What do you, what do you say to that? Show me the facts. That's all I got. You know, it's like well, and that could be his experience, right? That could and, be. And his, I'm never gonna and I'm never deal. gonna tell him I'm not. I, no, that's wrong. Oh my gosh, Matt Dog Thirty One. That is wrong. No, no, no. <laughs> Show me the facts. Like yeah. everything I'm saying, I have data. I have data to back up what i'm saying and mm -hmm. i i have said it i can show if you want to see it and you analyze i'm not going with, through it with you i'll give you all the data that you wish to see mm -hmm. and for you to analyze it yourself right so i'm never gonna tell matt what he's saying is wrong but at the same time i would need to see the fact that he's putting at the end right. of his at right. the end of his statement right i would need and to I see think, it. you know I think a lot of us, if you're out long enough, right, and you're doing this, mm -hmm. you've been doing it for, you know, a year or more, 
or mm-hmm. some of us in the chat. Let, let us know in the chat how long you've been doing gig work, guys. I've been, I think, a little over three years. It's mm-hmm. fuzzy. I don't even imagine. I think it's actually four. I lose track of time. I know UDM, you've been in the game a lot longer than I have. Yeah. But I think that when you do something for a long enough amount of time, you're going to see in your market. It could be different in Florida, different in St. Louis. These trends and what you, how you work, right? Yeah. So Matt's saying, hey, I pause and I feel like when I do that, they don't send me nothing, right? Yeah. Whereas yeah. UDM could be in Florida. He might do it. He might pause and it, it could work for him, right? Because yeah. obviously our markets can be very fluid and very different. You know, mm-hmm. UDM might have a thousand drivers in his market. Matt might have, you know, uh, 300. And that, you know, that 700 difference could be a lot, right? Yeah. Um, and Matt might be a weekend warrior and UDM might be Monday through Friday. You know, so there's a lot of factors there that, that are going to give us a different perspective, a different feeling, yeah. uh, going to give us a different history of what happens when we do certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also think we're, you know, at least for me, I, I tend to be kind of reactive. So I think I see something for a week. And I feel like, oh, I got it. You know what I'm saying? But it's only a week. Right. And sometimes that might not be enough time to think that I know what's going on in St. Louis. I might, I might need more data. I might need other drivers perspectives, things like that. You know, so uh, let's see. Eight years is Jimmy Denson. Man, that's an OG. Yeah. Uh, if you, if eight years is OG status. In my yeah. that's, that's a long time. That's a yeah. Long time. Since 2016. OK. Anybody longer than 2016? What is that? That's, damn, that's a long time. I see I see the review right under Chad Steinman. Uh, let me see, let me they will see. end your dash for pausing. It would end the I see I haven't had that issue. Uh, they will they will end your dash for pausing. Um I had a, a previous conversation with a few dashes on the screen on mm-hmm. one of my live streams saying that they could refresh or restart their 35 minutes. And I was telling them, no, what you don't see is you have 35 minutes, and if you're paused for 30, even if it refreshes and says you have another 35 minutes, you really have mm-hmm. five, and your dash will end. Mm-hmm. Because you're not going to see that you only have five. Right. <laughs> you know, But right. they beg to differ, and by all means, I, I understand from yeah. their perspective. You know, That's yeah. their experience. So I, I was yeah. only speaking from my perspective. And other drivers that had ran this experiment with me as well, not just in my area. But Mm -hmm. I said, all right, maybe this is what maybe they haven't done to you what they did to us, (laughs) you know. But um, when you pause, you have 35 minutes. And every time you pause, let's just say in this case, Pedro, you work 7 to 7. You're scheduled out 7 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. You only have one 35-minute pause time for your entire dash mm. when you break and that's another reason why i was breaking up my dashes into like our blocks because right. i have 35 minutes for every every for, hour for every that I have. hour right yeah. so so when you pause yourself if you schedule from 7 a.m to 7 p.m and you pause yourself for 30 minutes you only get one 35 minute dash time pause for the entire for all 12 hours so if they're ending your dash if this is happening to you because you've been paused and you see this timer reset and you, you your dash just ends out of nowhere because you're paused again and your timer didn't run out i hope i just gave you the answer yeah there you go no listen that's good now it's, it's very appropriate because my man autobahn thanks for the five dollar super chat he says i shouldn't be awake right now but happy I am. Thanks for doing this, both of you. Yeah, listen, You're I'm, I'm happy UDM is here with us. You know, he's been on the show, I think, one other time. 
right? And <laughs> <laughs> that was a fun night. Uh, <laughs> so I said, you know what? I reached out to him, I think like last week or summer, two weeks ago. I was like, hey man, you got time? I love for us to just be just you and I. And he's been very gracious with his time. And I, so I think it is, I think it's very valuable. I think that, you know, it, it seems like, you know, there's so many content careers out here and there's so many things and opinions, yeah. which I think overall, I think it's great. I think yeah. whether, you know, we, we're not always going to agree. We're not always going to like each other. We're not always going to see eye to eye, but that's okay. Right. You know, you, UDM and I haven't always agreed on things and that's all right. And we're different men. We have different markets. We have different channels, you know, but I think it's important for us to sometimes get together and just have the community, see people talk about things and share ideas and help mm -hmm. people and, I think it's I think it's invaluable because I think we can still I think what we have to understand uh, UDM I and mean, you let me know how you feel about it. There's new people doing this work every day, bro. Like yeah. it's hard out here for a lot of people. So we have a lot of new people coming to the gig economy, and DoorDash is the number one gig economy app for food delivery, right? So mm -hmm. we have to understand that there are a lot of people still wanting information, mm -hmm. right? Wanting questions answered, and I think that. Your channel and my channel is a place a lot of people can come and get that stuff. And I feel like, yeah. you know, you took a little bit of a break, but you're back and yeah. you're you're full on. man. I see you out here. I mean, you, you came back with a vengeance. So you want to talk yeah. about that a little bit and why and how that's important to you? I think that's a good little segue there. Um, well, I try to let people know that it, it was I, I started my channel because when I came to YouTube, Oh, damn near seven years ago to try to find information on the apps I was working. There wasn't any current information. Everything was at least a year old. The app did not look the same compared to what I had versus what I was watching on the screen. I'm like, man, how many other people are like me? Let me give them information. So yeah. I tried to just provide as much information as possible to those that are that were willing to maybe the, just those that were seeking the information. Right. And I'm going to give my tips and tricks. Um, obviously, these apps have changed so many times over from oh, Uber yeah. to Grubhub to DoorDash. It's like they've changed constantly cutting the base pay and just finding new ways to handle the current situation, whatever we were facing at that time. And I always felt like being the guinea pig. I would always be the one I knew. My channel was monetized. When it did get monetized, I said, mm -hmm. okay, I have additional income coming in. I'm going to use that income to balance out this trash experiment that I'm about to run. <laughs> okay. Oh, I've um, seen, bro, I've, I've seen, <laughs> I've seen a few videos and I'm looking like, I'm shaking my head like, what the fuck is he? What? what? And I know I've made a couple too, but like, I'm like, well, UDM's going mad. He's a mad scientist out here. Mad What's scientist. Man, <laughs> you know, it's. Uh, <laughs> it's 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 can it can um I always wanted to just be the guinea pig and even with the road to 100% acceptance uh on DoorDash or yeah like just all these different things I was trying to tell people before I actually showed that that the offers don't change between 70% to 100 but then there was a group mm -hmm. of people saying oh it gets better the higher it gets and I'm like look at this this is an experiment that I want people to use my channel for as information, does it change? No. <laughs> so don't listen to all that crap out there, okay? It doesn't change between 70 to 100, okay? If the offer is there, it's all luck. You was, They wanted you to have that. Boom. Yeah. Take it. You know what I'm saying? But um, it changes drastically between 
uh, when when you hit sixty nine percent, and this is based off of the tier system in my area. Okay, mm-hmm. um, and then the lower I get, the worse it gets for me, and that's what I'm experiencing oh, yeah. now, and that's what I'm trying to show people. It's an oh, experiment yeah. for the community to see live and direct. You know, instead of me trying to tell y'all something with a bunch of screenshots. No, yeah, I think it's 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 always it's oh. fun. Oh, people, you just people, put one uh, up there. <laughs> yeah, fifty percent acceptance rate or better gives you higher paying offers? Question mark. And so, so UDM, give give your opinion on that. No. Not no to you, Pedro, but no, I'm I'm just no, I know. Yeah, time. you're saying no. You're saying no to the. What's the question? He's asking like our opinions. I think kind of. Right? Oh no. Well, I'll tell you this. Depending on location, proximity, mm-hmm. all of the above. I, I can't really dive too deep into this because I promised someone I wouldn't give out all this information on YouTube. But I'll tell you this. If you're in the right place, the right time, and you refuse to be moved just to stay busy, you can get what you're looking for. So be patient is what you're saying. Patience is a virtue. Yeah, be patient. If don't, get too, don't get too thirsty. Don't get too thirsty. So let's let me just put things into perspective. Let me explain this. A person, like say, uh, what's your acceptance rate right now, Pedro? Seventy-seven. All right. Did you know me and Pedro could be parked in the same spot? And let's just say Pedro wants to keep busy. Mm-hmm. I can see the same exact order Pedro just saw. But he will probably see it before me. Yeah. But the only thing that would cause him to miss that offer is because he wanted to keep his wheels turning and take the a, a decent offer. Yeah. And guess what? Where we're parked, because proximity is a big issue for, to DoorDash, where mm-hmm. we're parked, he just took a $7 going two miles, but not knowing if he had declined that when he would get this banger that I just got because he's not around. I'm around now. Sure. And I I'm think that, yeah, yeah. I can see that, and because listen, I, I do seven dollars two miles all day in St. Louis. I just do. I'm, I don't have the LOP like I, so. For me, if, as long as it's from a merchant that I don't have on my list of not to go to, I'm taking it because I know that's yeah. like 15 minutes, right? Whatever. I got Instacart on. I'll, you know, I'm good. I'll t- I'll take. I'm not. You know, I don't have. I don't have what you have with the catering and all the apps and the LOP like some people have. I just don't have it. So I got to move a little differently. My strategy is a little different. But I think there's something to, there's something to be said for that because yeah I might take that seven, and I'm like ooh yeah I got a seven dollar let's go and then like two minutes later UDM's like oh I got a I got a thirty dollar catering all right and then he's off on his way yeah. right and and that's that thirty's better now that thirty might take a little more time my counter to that is that might take you more time so I do that seven and it's done in fifteen minutes and then I get a twenty five dollar Aldi. Right. So now I'm at thirty two dollars and you made your 30, but we might have we might be at the same amount of time. Yeah. So I think there's, you know, I think there's that as well. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but not staying, not being thirsty, not being like, oh, my God, I just declined five in a row. Oh, all right. I'll four twenty five for a mile. I'll take it. I think a lot of us get that way. And if we take that four dollar order. What UDM is saying, hey, if it's not good, just patience is a virtue. Just right. Wait. Just park but, what you want to receive, what you want to receive. Yeah. And on the day that you want to receive it and be patient and keep this in mind. I want everybody to hear me out on this. 
I'm not telling you that this way, this method, you're going to make $300, $400 in a day. No, no, no. No. What I'm saying is if you want to see what you want to see, it doesn't matter what your acceptance rate is. It's just about how patient you are and how busy Mm. or how congested Mm. with other people that have more priority than you. Yeah. Just depends on, you know, just depends on that. Yeah, I can well, see, and, and, I can and, see what Pedro sees. It's just I would probably yeah. be more patient because I'm not taking what Pedro would take. Right, and to, and you're somebody that's talking about the earnings cap, so you're thinking, well, I'm gonna make what I'm gonna make anyway. So why take why take that? Right, because they're gonna send me something to get me to where I need to be. Right, and I, I think a lot of us though, when when you sit, and we've all been there before. I'm sure UDM has. It's like, man, I, I just I want something. You know, it's two o'clock. I'm still out here or whatever time it's 10 a.m. Sometimes the orders ain't hitting at 10 a.m. It's like I, I want to make some money instead of making no money. And I think uh, most drivers, that's how they feel. I could be wrong, but they're like, I got to make some. I got I got to I want to keep the wheels moving. I've heard that and out that that saying as well. Um, so I just think it's you know, it, it's funny because like we're talking about these caps and things. So it's like you have somebody like me that might take a that will take most of the time a seven for two. Whereas UDM is like, nah, I'm going to wait for a $10 or 15 or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, if there's that cat, we're, we're still probably making the same. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's like at the end of the day, it's like, all right, just how many, then it goes into your profits, right? Like right. UDM's $30 might not be the same as my $30. Cause if he drove 10 more miles, I made a, I made a couple more dollars than he did in profits. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause I only drove, I drove 10, 10 miles less, but um, right. it's interesting because, you know, I think it's fun to talk about because, um, this work is so fluid and a lot of us have different experiences and we like to try different things. I saw dad dash in here earlier. He was like, Oh, it's hourly thing. I'm going to maybe test it out. Right. Mm-hmm. That, that, that as far as like only doing certain hour blocks. Right. So now that gives him something to strategize for. And maybe yeah. you guys could do it as well. And you know what? Some of y'all are going to see s- some things with it. You might see some success. You might see your earnings go up a little bit. Maybe you're driving less miles. Maybe your order volume is better. You're not doing, three or four hours an hour, you're doing one or two, but you're still making good money. And that could be valuable. And others might try and be like, yeah, I see about the same, but at least I tried it. You know, my whole thing is if you're not seeing, if you're not getting the results that you want, you got to be willing to try something different. And even if you fail at that or it doesn't work out for you, you're already failing. So what do you have to lose? We have to be willing to get out of our comfort zone a little bit. I think a lot of us get really comfortable, you know, um, and UDM's clearly saying he's gotten out of his comfort zone. He's running these tests. He's doing different things. And that gives you the knowledge where you can speak about this stuff. So I think that's yeah. good. So, yeah. I'll, I'll just say, I'll say, like I told everybody else, when this, this tear system hit my market, the lingo ex- says that exactly. You want, you want to receive like large orders or yeah. LOP orders. Mm-hmm. you're going to receive top priority on those if you're a platinum dasher. So, okay, let me raise my acceptance rate. Right. And now I'm here and I'm getting, I'm at first, <laughs> I would say at first I was getting those, those uh, large orders. Mm-hmm. I was okay. Now for the sake of experimenting and all that, you know, I even had my sweet spot. Um, and I found that sweet spot realizing that DoorDash would keep me busy and they would also try to work in certain things. So it's not just me just being a worker for DoorDash. I would literally have to absolutely have to use my decline button 
a few times. And my sweet spot was between 70 to 85% acceptance rate. Anything that's, and that's where, than- I, that's where I that's where I kind of keep mine, you know, and mine will right. go down to about in St. Louis. Mine will go down to as low as like 64, 65, right? I think like last week it was around that way. And then I'll get a run where I literally have like 10 accepts in a row. Like I've had that in St. Louis in one day, like many times where it's like, okay, there's a good Aldi. All right. Boom. A $6 Papa John's for a mile. Boom. You want to take me back to Aldi? Boom. You want me to go to Target and do $20 run for five miles to shop eight items? I'm taking that all. I just, so I have 10 in a row and then sometimes I have 10 declines, right? But like, it's really, mine stays, it's easy to keep it above 70. People don't like when I say that. They think it's like crazy, but like, I've also showed you guys, you can pause when not to have the app on, Uh, you know, there's different things you could do to manipulate that percentage in a, in a, in a really easy way without yeah. having to use anything else. Like it's not hard once you get it to that point. It's hard to get there if you're starting from 20%. I got a guy in the chat, Big Carl. I met him last week, right? And he's been seeing, he's actually, he's raising his AR. He said he's seeing a difference and he's in my same market, but it's taken him a little time because his his AR was really low, right? Mine's been at this pace for a while now, right? So it's not, it's not hard to keep it there. Um, and I reset it so it wasn't hard to get it there, but I think I think you're right. I mean, I think there's a little bit of a sweet spot where if you're 90 or 75, ain't no difference, right? Because this is, in my opinion, there's not. But I haven't been right. 90%, and I think since February or something like that. And that was only for like a day or two. So, well, here's another thing, and I've heard you preached the shop and deliver on DoorDash. Oh, big time, like, big time. Like I've. I wish I had that in my area. I don't have it. I think I left a comment on one of those those videos you mentioned, like telling people, yeah. like, "Hey, get on to the shop and deliver stuff." What's wrong with y'all, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> but, good for me, man, for sure. But the thing is, I, I don't have that here. But um, these, I, on one side, I hear people saying how bad these programs are, and on mm-hmm. the other side, I'm like, "Why aren't you taking advantage of the program?" Right? You see a benefit in shop and deliver, right? Mm-hmm. I had to put out so many videos telling people, y'all, if you're in my area, this is what I'm getting on the platinum status. Yeah. Why aren't you trying to get on board before this thing changes? <laughs> you know, yeah. get get it while it's hot, you know. And I was <laughs> but but people for some reason, even with the large, not a large order program, but the pizza program, right? Mm-hmm. On Friday nights. On game days, whatever major events, mm-hmm. people ordering a whole lot of pizza. But if you're not opted in to receiving pizza offers, you're not going to see those. You're not going to you, see this man. Yeah. You're not going to see those. Like like David Chen say, I keep saying bangers, bangers. <laughs> okay, yeah. you're not going to yeah. see those. So I feel if you're going to tell me this is where all the money is right here, DoorDash, mm-hmm. I'm gonna join, but I'm only join and take advantage of what I see. You know. Um, but some people might beg to differ and say, you know, you just falling for their trick. No, I'm 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 trying to get it where I see it at. Yeah. And Pedro sees it at shop and deliver. You yeah. better believe when that comes to my area, I'm gonna be shopping. <laughs> you well, know? Hey, listen, man. And you know what? You might your your experience in the first probably, you know, you have to learn your stores and you know, it takes you know, it takes time. Like some people don't like doing a 50 item Aldi. Man, I'm, I I could shop 50 items in 15 minutes. And then, if, yeah. you know, like it's, it's you know, because the Aldi's are small. You you start to learn your aisles. You know, you learn the pattern. Yeah. It's not difficult. 
And if the cash flow is good, because the, the base pays higher on those, it just is. And then if there's a tip on there, it could be really good value. So I kind of like look at it like I don't have LLP, large order. I don't have catering, but I utilize the shop and delivers mm-hmm. to, to, to compensate for that. Because some of these payouts on the shopping pays are just like doing a catering run. And right. they take about the same amount of time. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't mind doing it. And that's that's how it works for me. You know, not everybody likes to shop. And I get that because there's different frustrations or out of items and you got a bag and carry things upstairs. Like, I get it. Not it's not for everybody, but it works for me. Man, um, you know. <laughs> I beg to differ. You want to know why I beg to differ, Pedro? And I'll tell you this. I believe every person in this chat, unless their family got money like that. Mm-hmm. If you absolutely had to go shopping, can I get some some engagement in the chat really quick, please? If you had to make your money that you need to make to survive, mm-hmm. to do what you got to do, to take what take care of whatever you got to take care of, you're not going to go shop at all. I mean, the freedom you have now with gig work, the yeah. whatever benefits that that you've get, you've gotten since you've become a full-time, part-time dasher or whatever, you're telling me if you were backed into a corner, you're not going to go shop? I would Listen. absolutely go shopping. Shopping yeah. is not my favorite thing to do, but I go shop. I got to go shop. I got kids. <laughs> we we got to make the ends meet, y'all. And listen, DoorDash and all these apps, you got to remember the time of season. This gig work, in my opinion, is very can be very seasonal, right? Especially mm-hmm. if you're in a market that has different seasons. It's getting colder. Kids are back in school. Holiday season. People are busy. Consumers value time, right? And those, if you value your time and you want convenience, then you want deliveries. You want groceries delivered. You want dinner. Right. You got families are busy. UDM's got a, fa- a busy family. Like you know, like we always doing stuff. So, yeah, I, you know, these apps, man. Like like the shop and pay is is the thing. It, it's going to definitely be. A continuing trend, I think, in the gig economy for people to have things brought to them as far as groceries beyond just the food delivery. Uh, thank you for the two dollars super sticker. Thank you very much. Appreciate you all for leaving the comments. Uh, I think you guys are getting some value based on what I'm seeing here from UDM and uh, and myself. Um, what else you got in your mind, man? You got anything coming up on the channel you want to talk about or plug? What you know? What what's UDM got going on? Uh, you want to plug the lives? I know you got a couple live shows every week. What else you got on your mind, man? Well, I wanna I wanna let everyone know that I'm a person that just likes to hang with the fam, right? Um, I'm a per I don't, I'm I know we got caught up in drama a little bit ago and whatnot, and I believe every last one of us like a little drama, but you know I rather I rather have some fun with it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a jokester. I could I could joke all day. I laugh at my own jokes. Even if you don't laugh at my jokes, I laugh that you're not. I've I've, at my I've own literally jokes. seen you laugh at your own jokes, and nobody else is laughing. <laughs> Straight up, bro. You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm a clown like that, and I just like to have fun, man. And um, anything that I can do to just help you get through your morning, your day, your night, whatever. Whether you're watching on the replay, I'm just. I know how to get my money in my market when other drivers in my market are saying they can't make the money on the apps that I'm making money on. I know that was a tongue twister, (laughs) but I know how to do what I do and I know how to do it for me and my family. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And since this is my online family, all I try to do is just provide information, just the same as Pedro. 
And I try to put a smile on your face because it's rough as hell out here. And I know it is. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah. I know it is. Whether you're getting the $2 offer, $2 stack, or, or you're getting some bangers, yeah. <laughs> you know, whatever it is, yeah. it's rough out here, man. And I just try to put a smile on people's faces. So I do have a live stream twice a week, um, one on Saturday morning to help you get your morning ready to go for the weekend, right? And to also help to ask you, how has your week been? Maybe I could give you some insight. Maybe I could, look, not just me, but the chat and everyone else can can contribute to the conversation. Hey, you know, do you enjoy, uh, not even enjoy, but maybe we could give you some suggestions on how to be more successful with what you're doing. Mm-hmm. If something you made a mistake this week, I don't know. You know, I've mentioned the laundry app. I have one person that loves washing clothes for as a gig, man. They got yeah, and that's I all think they it's, do. Yeah, I remember. I, I, I feel like I've heard you talk about that, and I remember yeah, you did that video like it was over a year ago, probably. But yeah, I, I ain't watching nobody. I don't even watch my own drills, man. I, but I you, you, you I, probably do it if you had nothing. Else. If my back's against a wall, <laughs> I'll shovel shit, UDM. Like, listen, my, you know, my my pops told me, he told me, son, it don't matter what you do. You just try to do the best that you can. Yeah, and there's there's pride in any kind of work that you're doing. Yeah, if you're earning the paycheck, there's pride in that. There's value in that. You know, he always said, "Don't let anybody look down on you." If you yep. do, you know, if, you, if you're taking care of your family, mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that aren't willing to do that. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah, if everything blew up and I, and, and somebody said, "Hey, I'll, you want you want to shovel this crap on the sidewalk?" If you paid me enough, I'll do. Like, I ain't got no problem humbling myself and you know doing what you got to do to survive. Yeah. And I think I think a lot of us can relate to that because I think a lot of us myself included sometimes i'm like i don't like doing this work sometimes yeah i don't like it you know i don't like always love it or like it but you got to do what you got to do and i think a lot of us come into this work especially after and during the pandemic and a lot of us you know the influx of drivers that came to the apps because they needed it right they needed money they got laid off they got furloughed uh whatever right um and now with inflation and rent being so high and like it's just, you know, it's hard to, to live the way we did five years ago on the same income. You just can't, right? Everybody's rent's going up for the most part. Uh, the cost of all the goods are up. Gas goes up from five years ago. So we have to have another side hustle. So earlier right. we were talking about full-time, part-time. I think a lot of people to do this is doing it. They need that extra $100 a week. <laughs> you know, they need the extra $400 a month because their rent went up by $400. So they're like, you know what? I'm just going to do this DoorDash. I'm going to wash these clothes i'm gonna do some ride share whatever it is um oh my man pocket watching with jt this listen i don't hey hey really quick really quick pedro i'm not leaving just yet but my my wife just hit me up just give me a second i'll go on mute do what you gotta do do no no no. i'm not leaving but just give me a second oh gotcha i'll talk um pocket watching with jt thanks man congratulations this is a friend of mine he's got a phenomenal channel just hit a hundred thousand subscribers if you're in the chat right now you need to go check out pocket watching with jt he talks about scammers and this is a licensed professional and he knows what he's doing and he does it in an entertaining way he un he exposes liars and cheat i mean this guy's amazing jt appreciate you brother hope you and the family are doing well um let's see who else we got in the chat uh my gas is 263 for some gas that's pretty good it's crazy. Everything is going except DoorDash Pay. Yeah, everything is going up except the DoorDash Pay. You're right about that, man. You're right about that. If anything is going down, but we got, you know, we're still surviving out here. We're doing what we got to do. 
Uh, oh, Ricky, he's phenomenal, man. <laughs> JT is phenomenal. There's not as many. Listen, JT is his channel is legit. It's one of the best YouTube channels I have. I'm not saying that because I know him. His channel is good. His channel's good. Um, Qualia, what's up? What's up? Hold on, I gotta read this comment from Qualia. Today I saw a man driving a Porsche. What? Listen, if you got a Porsche and you're doing food delivery, something's going on, right? I mean, I'm not surprised. I mean, I, we've seen Beamers, Teslas, BMWs, uh, Range Rovers. A lot of people have said they've seen all kinds of cars out there doing this kind of stuff. Man, it's crazy. Uh, let's see. Big uh, Stack says, it's funny how people look down on us and talk smack about us. Little do they know that many of us make a lot more than them. That's a really good point. Can I can I jump in? Real oh, quick? please. Yeah, yeah. Everything good? Uh, no. Well. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, to to kind of like just a couple of now I'm just to piggyback off of what Big A say. Yeah. A lot of the people, a lot of the people, not all of them, a lot of them that was talking smack to me when I started doing this. Yeah. Trying to tell me I even had somebody try to stop me from creating a YouTube channel for this type of stuff that I'm doing. Really? Right. And when they started seeing I achieve some level of success. They started calling me to ask me questions later on. It took some time. It took yeah. some time. But a lot yeah. of people, especially when the pandemic hit, a lot of mm -hmm. those people that was talking sugar, honey, iced tea. If you don't know what that means, just take the first letter of each word and you'll figure it out. Right. Yeah. A lot of those people, they doing the same thing we doing now. I know somebody yep. right now. That was making fun of what I do. And that same exact person, because of pride, they don't want nobody to know what they're doing, but Ooh. they're doing it. And I mm. know that they're doing it. <laughs> Hold know? on, but let me ask you a question. Do they know that you know? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> See, that's funny, okay? <laughs> because what I'm, I don't know if you're waiting on it, but I would imagine you're probably like, I can't wait till I run, run into them at Chipotle. <laughs> you know? And just that I'm look you, you give them, that, that little look, like, yeah. yeah. I, I knowing me, I'm very uh, confrontational, right? I'd be like, "What's up, man? What you out here doing? You getting a burrito? Huh? You no, you give him a little. You're gonna give him a sugar honey iced tea. You're gonna give. You're basically gonna give him a sugar honey iced tea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you get. Then you should tell him, "Hey, why don't you go ahead and check out my channel, man? I'm still making a video." Then he could yeah. look at what you're doing out here and helping people. Thank you for the super sticker, Mary. Yeah, it's funny, man. Like you know, that that comment that uh the diecast uh. That I had on screen of what you were referencing. Um, yeah, you know, it's, it's funny because, you know, we're delivering food, right? And yeah. I, I think a lot of, I think you you touched on this topic yeah. months ago. Like, most of society looks down on us. You think about the pizza delivery guy and this yeah. and that, they look down on us. And some people that do this work, they, they don't present themselves good enough sometimes, right? So it gives this stigma as to, a pizza delivery person or food delivery driver. And, you know, so I think a lot of society looks down, like, you know, they tell us get a real job and I ain't tipping you and this and that, and, you know, you, you're doing the work that a monkey could do. Like, you know, I've, I've heard, we've heard it all, right. We've literally heard it all. Right. And yeah, this work has very, the barrier of entry is really low. It's not difficult, but to make a living off of it, like UDM does, you got to be skilled. There's, there's some skill involved. Okay. Yeah. There's some, you have to figure out how to, make it work for you and balance things. We got to 
do our own taxes. You got to put money to the side. There's a lot of things that go into it if you're going to do it full time. Right. So when people kind of like look down at us or whatever, or snicker or roll their eyes or you're just a piece of delivery boy, like, yeah, okay, thank you. Like what (laughs) my bills are paid or your bills paid? Like, you know, like who cares? Like work is work, you know? So I always thought that was kind of funny. I try to tell people, um, all right, we spoke about, we briefly touched on being back again, having your back against the wall, right? You're going to mm-hmm. absolutely do what you got to do, right? Mm-hmm. Now, as a worker, as a W-2 employee, I was making $700 every two weeks, man. I remember you, yeah, yeah, you talked about that. That's three fifty a week, man. Yeah, like, that's, that's and, and my son's, <laughs> and my yeah. son's health insurance was $700 a month. Yeah. That ain't no money. I can't take care of myself. I can't put gas in my car. You got nothing my... left over. You I got really, nothing. You, you got nothing. Yeah. I barely have anything to take care of myself and my kids, man. Keep yeah. lights on. Keep food on the table. Nah. I'm, yeah. I was that person that you you walk into. I'll invite you to my house, Pedro. I'll invite. That was back then, right? But mm-hmm. I would invite you to my house, and I just got a couch and a TV. <laughs> got nothing else <laughs> well listen i think a lot of people still got you know people can relate to that that's real man you but know? i'm telling you yeah. right a couch and a tv i can't afford to put nothing else in here so if i'm yeah. making triple that yeah and on my own time i have enough time to spend time with my kids watch my sons grow up into being young men today mm-hmm. i got into a whole debate with my son over minecraft and he was telling me, oh, I don't know anything. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, it was a whole debate with my eight-year-old, man. So it's like, why would I care if you don't like what I do? Mm-hmm. I like what I do. Mm-hmm. And you could go kick rocks. If you want to talk you dr- talk your trash, man. Yeah. I can tell you yeah. what I do. Hey, listen, I'll be the person to call you up while you on your job. Hey, I'm done for the day. What you doing? Yeah. Oh, I thought you was done too. My bad. I'll call you later. <laughs> <laughs> that's petty <laughs> oh yeah how, how much you made how much was your check it was 800 oh that's, that's oh i made taxes? that a, i made that in a few days yeah okay all right so all right after after taxes i still make about three four hundred dollars more yeah. than you damn it's crazy. man it's crazy you you yeah. in the wrong profession bro yeah it's crazy well, you know, it's funny, like, like I want to I want to get to this chat, uh, uh, Dad Dash thing. So this is Dad Dash. I think somebody timed him out. I'm sorry about that. I don't know who would have done that. I saw some things going on. If you guys, somebody tell me in the chat if I need to take care of somebody that's being wild here. But yeah, you know, it's funny because like, you know, Grandpa Dash and Grandpa just said, hey, I'm doing better now than I did when I had a W-2, right? So, you know, we're talking... I want to segue this to what we how we started. So we're talking about tips and things like yeah. that and customers and I don't want to tip. And so it's like if a consumer is watching this and like, damn, these two guys are bragging. Out, they're making good money, making three times. Why do I got to tip them? You know, I think some consumers yeah. even look at like, oh, were well, you telling us you're making good money, though? You're making more than me. So why am I giving you money? Right. I've heard that argument from some consumers, too, which is still kind of weird. But, you know, yeah. it, it is what it is. Right. I get but, that, too. Yeah, I, I definitely yeah. understand that, right? Oh, you making good money. You don't need my money. You don't need money. Exactly. Right. Cause some some people give money to people that they feel really needed. Mm-hmm. Right. 
So yeah. we're over here talking, we're flexing like, ah, we, we doing all right, we doing good. Dash and Grandpa's like, I'm doing better than ever. But Soda's like, I make a million dollars a year. You know, like everybody's mm-hmm. saying how well they do. Yeah. Then some consumers look at that like, and not, they're not watching our videos, but you get what I'm saying. They're like, well, yeah. these guys are doing better. They're doing better than me. I'm struggling, right? So I'm not going to give this person money because I need that $2. Pedro don't need it. UDM don't need that $2. I need that $2. So I, 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 don't, I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. but i get it you know i don't understand it but i get it and i don't we don't have to understand it they don't have to understand us but you know, right and i was just about to say that out, it's just know? it's just like <laughs> that whole tip thing right they don't yeah. even have yeah. to understand why we're not going to take their order hey hey it is what it is doordash try to let you know why your order been sitting you want to use yeah. your microwave you right go right ahead there, there you <laughs> go you use that microwave i mean you know, you know? Uh, hey, it is what it is. But yeah. at the end of it all, man, you know, I'll tell anyone, right? We work for tips. In America, we work for tips. Now, just because I have, I, okay, I'll tell, I, I said this on my previous live stream. I have someone that, that tipped me after on DoorDash, but they put a little bait tip in there, and I call it a bait tip to get their order taken, right? But they tip me more because of the service I provided. The whole point is they tipped not how they wanted to tip because they wanted to. It's equivalent to I'm going to receive this service, then I'll tip you after in the restaurant industry. In this case, they tipped to get their order taken, which Mm -hmm. which was only like like three bucks. And then Mm -hmm. they tipped me fifteen dollars after they received the after they received the service yeah yeah, so yeah it was just yeah. a bait tip just to get their order taken yeah and yeah. They and then to see they want to go above and beyond the tip to see what yes. experience they were going to get and i think that's more than fair like that is I, more know, than fair it's more than so, fair. so when it comes down to i'm not doing videos boasting and bragging about how much i made on this yeah. and on that, you know, and saying, hey, you know, customers, you tipping me. <laughs> I got your money. <laughs> oh, that's you a know. good idea. I should do that video. Oh, <laughs> I think know? I want to do that video. <laughs> that's a good, you gave me a really good idea, man. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, this line of work isn't, isn't, uh, it is a very easy line of work, but at the same mm-hmm. time, it do require a certain amount of skill if you want to make the money that I'm telling you I make, yeah. right? If, yeah. If you really want to do this, you're going to have to just you can't run just one. And if you do run just one, you don't have enough priority to get to the to the status that Pedro's at to get those shopping delivered. You got to earn that. You got to earn you, that. Yeah. When you earn it, then you get those bangers. It's just like DoorDash Drive when it was a thing. You had to get invite. You had to get the invite. Yeah. The yeah. I, don't, I wasn't around for those days, but I heard about it. Yeah. Even with the LOP now. You got to get the invite, you mm-hmm. know, and and these are things where if it's saturated, it's just like a job that pays well. If, if it's seniority, like in the trucking industry, right? Mm-hmm. If you work for a company, a trucking company, all the seniors are going to get the best routes and the best trucks. <laughs> and they should. And they should. Right. Because they put their time and effort they, they, into yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. You know? I agree. So. Yeah. So with all that said, man, at the end of the day, <clears throat> at the end of the day, going back to this tip thing, I'll just say, don't make your judgment based on what you see someone else said. 
Mm. I would still say if you're a customer, judge, make your judgment based on the experience you had on the platform with the dasher that you had. Because I've seen all these stories online and there was a, a I, I want to ask you this, Pedro, because mm-hmm. you mentioned the volume thing earlier, too. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't want to go down another rabbit hole, but this is kind of important to me. Right. When um when it comes down to this whole tip thing, do you feel that it's really going to affect volume to the point where we're never going to have any more DoorDash volume like we have now? No, or is I it don't. gonna be a brief moment where people are just gonna fight back in a way? And then they're gonna be like, you know what? I really use this because I love the convenience and I know they saying we got a tip up front, so I'm probably yeah. gonna leave an extra buck, two extra bucks now. Yeah. But because I love the convenience. Do you feel it's going to be a permanent thing that 95% of these drivers, 95 percent of customers are just gonna leave and never come back? No. I think I think it will. I think it's going to make such a s- small, insignificant difference on volume overall. I think, yeah, maybe a few people here and there, but I think people like convenience. I think DoorDash is very convenient. It's a it's a fabric of many people's lives. They order daily, weekly, right? It's convenient. They order Instacart once a week. Like I see it, you know. Um, I think the way that people are moving and using these apps is very. Uh, it, the frequency is going to continue to be there. Now I've seen other people say that DoorDash just volumes down and things. You know that might be true overall, but that's maybe more a part of inflation, not a tip thing, not a tip alert. Yeah. You know, right? Um, so I think I think the volume's still going to be there for the most part because mm-hmm. people are just now we have a new normal, right? We like convenience at a record. I mean, more people are ordering on these apps than ever before, and that actually, based on DoorDash's numbers, has continued to climb, right? Yeah. Even past the you know. DoorDash might be struggling financially for other reasons because they spend a lot of money on marketing and they've had some other things going on, but mm. people are still ordering on these apps. So I think the volume is still going to be there. I think the saturation obviously can can make us not feel like it's as busy, but I, these apps are busy. And I don't all think right. this I don't think this tip alert thing is going to really affect a volume at all, in my opinion. So now I got in, I got into a conversation with someone about the volume, right? And I'm mm-hmm. like, it, it's this is not going to happen on a video on the previous live stream. I did. I said, we've dealt with so many controversies on this platform and people mm-hmm. still place orders. You think this is going to oh, stop them from placing right. orders? I mean, think about to your point, the <laughs> countless TikToks, the IG <laughs> posts. I mean, every, it seems everything that's viral, exactly. at least 90, 99 out of a hundred is a negative thing. I mean, I've seen UDM. I've seen some nasty things in the last month. People doing all kinds of stuff to food. You know what I'm, you probably yes, see bro. I mean, just <laughs> nasty to the point where I'm like, is that shit real? Like, is that really <laughs> happening? Like that is just, and I've worked in the food industry a long time right. and I've never seen one of my cooks do nothing crazy. I'm like, is that real? Or are they just trying to be YouTube famous or TikTok famous? Right. Mm. And like all these news outlets, they tend to, to, to talk about the negative things, the consumers yeah. that are complaining and this and the drivers that are, taking craps and and in lobbies like you know like we've seen it all right right so if that's not gonna stop somebody 
from ordering on a platform. You think an alert is? Not really. No, exactly. <laughs> so we got we got people defecating in trash cans. While, exactly. I mean, so, I mean, it's just it's ridiculous, man. But the fear of man, you know, it's gonna it's, it's gonna make us look bad and this and that. And nah. I'm like, okay, I understand what everybody's saying, but we have yeah. dealt with a lot worse. Yeah. And people are still placing orders. Good Don't point. think that the volume is is going to decrease because of this this alert or this notification yeah. that you yeah. didn't want to tip. Nah, they're still going to place orders, and there's still going to be those people in the motel living check to check with no car that's going to still place an order because they can't. They don't want to get on foot and walk to the nearby yeah. gas station. And, and I'll tell you can. what. I'll tell you what. Some of those customers living in a motel that don't want to walk. Some of them tip nothing, and some, but some of them, most of them in St. Louis, they tip really good. Actually, those customers, they actually, they'll tip more than they should probably. But I'll take it because I'm, I'm great, I'm grateful for it, right? Yeah. Because they understand that we're providing a service and we're doing something that they can't do, or maybe they're disabled or they don't have a car, or they don't want to get out. They're watching yeah. the game, so you know, some of those customers are like really, really, really good. I mean, some of the better orders I've delivered to to places some drivers be like i ain't going over there that doesn't look like a good area i'm like if it pays me i'll go as long as it ain't midnight i'm gonna go i don't care right um but that's a good point man that's a really good point um listen i we've had man it's been a long convo i think you guys hope you guys are liking it hit the thumbs up i like to keep I, I, lately i've been liking to keep these shows for two hours so we're gonna keep udm on for another uh three minutes and a half and then we're going to be a two-hour live show with just me and UDM. I think that's pretty. It's a pretty good show. I, mean, I had fun, man. Even if we, I still have about three minutes and fifteen <laughs> seconds, right? Yeah. I, like I, I, I um, did have some fun, but I really hope that you know people um, just digest. You don't have to agree with me. I'm not begging for your agreement at all. I'm just saying, if you question anything I'm saying, try it. Whether it was the hour blocks, right? Whether it is the cap, like look at your earnings, right? Whatever that is, okay? Anything you disagree with, that's cool. I have no issue with it at all, mm -hmm. right? I welcome disagreements because I, hey, Pedro, I don't know if you ever dealt, dealt with this, but have you ever had someone disagree with you and you have all your facts to back it up? This is your <laughs> argument. And then the minute that you bring that to the table, they're like, oh, well, you think you just know everything. And then they just kind of like dismiss every fact yeah. that they brought. This yeah. is I don't want to argue. I don't want to argue. I have my experience. I have other dashers that were on board helping me with my experiments and their experiences as well, which was very similar to mine, not just in my market. If mm -hmm. it's different in your market, by all means. The tier system isn't in every market, right? The shop and deliver isn't in every market. So if it's not in your market, then you will have a, you probably have a different experience. But I would say anything you got from this live stream that I might have said, that Pedro might have said, or in previous live streams from Pedro, previous videos from Pedro and myself, just try it out. And if it don't work, then cool. You know, yeah. you came back, come back and tell us, hey, man, you know, it didn't work out, <laughs> you know, and it's no harm, no foul. Oh, man. Well, what market are you in? I'm yep. in St. Louis, <laughs> yep. you know, or whatever, yep. you know. So yep. I definitely appreciate you, Pedro, for inviting me, man. This is uh, somebody mentioned earlier that um, they're they're glad that we're friends now. And 
I I'll say it. I said it before and I'll say it again. I didn't give you a chance. I I own that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and you know we and 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 I reacted to certain things in a in a in a not good way, right? So so I think you know I think it's really good for the community to see us come together and yeah. be like you know what what happened happened. We're both men. We're fathers. We, yeah. you know, that's important to us, and we can relate on that level. We're both content creators that yeah. have been through some shit. We can relate yeah. on that. So we have way more in common than we have differences, but we have right. differences, and that's okay because we're men. We sh- we could talk about those things. We could go on a live and just say, let's just talk about these things and chop it up. And you know, so I think that's really really good. And I think yeah. with with as much negativity as we've been through, or that other people are going through now, or people that mm-hmm. the viewers see, mm-hmm. most viewers, you know. The drama could be fun sometimes, but that shit don't last. And yeah. it's not it's not what's going to help people put money in their pockets. Right? right. So for me, I think you got two gentlemen here that are trying to make you guys more money and also entertain you along the way. And I think that that's good. It's great, actually. So this was long overdue. Uh, I know I've been on your channel a couple of times, but I, I was like, I got to reach out and at least see if he's got some time. So I appreciate you giving me your time. I know you got a lot. You're a busy man. You got a lot going on today. But. Uh, we'll definitely have to do this again. I think the people liked it. Uh, I had a great time. This two hours went by like that. So that's always yeah. good. Um, and yeah, I appreciate you, man. And, I, you know, I'm going to be just so y'all know, I'll be in Cleveland. I'll be in Cleveland. Actually, just in like, what time is it? I'll be in Cleveland in 12 hours. So Jamie Gig Mom, I got her comment up right here. She says, thank you, Pedro and UDM, two best YouTubers in my eyes. Appreciate you, Jamie Gig Mom. Uh, I know she's a big supporter of your channel as well. Uh, I'm going to be able to meet her. She's in Cleveland. Um, so if you're in the Cleveland area, check out my community post or you can email me. There's some things you definitely want to be a part of all free events. Um, pull up on me. I'm going to be somewhere tomorrow having lunch and I'll be Tuesday and Wednesday doing these events. It's going to be a fantastic time. Um, and I look forward to meeting all you guys in Cleveland and um, UDM. You get the round. You get to end the show, man. Well, final words from my, my guest uh, tonight. All right. Well, I'll tell you all this. Since I've been in the gig space for just about seven years, okay, I, I might as well just call it seven years. Um, round up, yeah, round up. Full, full time seven years since I've been here. I've, I'm I'm always trying to put y'all on game, right? And when I say on game, I'm trying to get you the most money for the time that you're working, okay? I'm not trying to. I, it might be on DoorDash. It might be a multi apping. It might be some catering. And I'm trying to tell people right now, including you, Pedro, mm-hmm. I uh, I suggest you sign up for catering or you partner with a local restaurant somehow. Some mm-hmm. Maybe just get the business talk going, right? Mm-hmm. Partner with restaurants and cut out the middleman if you have to, okay? Get this partnership going because a lot of restaurants are seeing a lot of money through mm. catering and if you are a driver that they see pick up catering orders and you are well equipped they are willing to have conversations with you because you're well equipped to handle their orders for them i have countless conversations they don't jump on board real quick but right now i have two restaurant partners and i have one catering possible partner in the conversation off the apps 
off the apps. Right, off the apps. Yeah. Okay. So be clear that that the the viewers are understanding what you're throwing out. Okay. So when it comes down to catering, a lot of these restaurants, yes, they're still gonna they're still gonna make their money with their in-house customers and whatnot. And a lot of these, a lot of them have their direct customers that they did not have catering to provide to. Mm-hmm. Catering, they didn't have delivery, a uh, delivery service. Now there's catering delivery. They are utilizing that even more now than they did in the past. And it's a new thing. Even if there's tons of catering orders that's been pumped out, business-wise, it's a new thing. Mm-hmm. A lot of businesses, especially reps at doctor's offices. Oh, yeah. Reps at hospitals that place orders for hospitals and whatnot. Sometimes they don't even know what doctor or whatnot. <laughs> yeah, like just... the, med- the medical sales reps are trying to get exactly. in the good graces of the doctors. They do them orders and yeah, man. Oh, yeah. I've delivered to law firms. I've delivered to uh, athletes inter Miami where Lionel Messi is at. Oh, I've delivered yeah. to the Miami Dolphins. I've delivered to uh, Miami Marlins. I've delivered to. Uh, and you could use that to network if you really want to network. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Use yeah. it to your advantage. But if you really want to make some money, I suggest you get into catering. I'm not telling you how to get into catering, whether you want to use an app to get your feet wet and meet these restaurants, these GMs and whatnot, and have conversations. Mm-hmm. It's up to you how you want to do it. But I'm telling you, Catering is where the money's at. You make more and you drive less. Now, I'll just finish up and say this, Pedro. You mentioned earlier about uh, you said something about me do like a thirty dollar catering, and then you yeah. do like a thirty dollar. You make thirty dollars in yeah. in about the same yeah. amount of time. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I've seen this time and time again, and I've compared it where I might take an hour to make thirty plus. And the dasher might take an hour to make 30 plus. Mm-hmm. And then when I look at profits now, <laughs> oh, how much I made per mile, mm-hmm. I always knock them out of the park. Yeah. It's four to five dollars per mile, right? Based on what I chose to 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 keep. Mm-hmm. Right. And if if it's if you're a profits type of person. Right. You're looking for profits. You're trying to make profits and you're looking at where did you lose? Where did you gain and different things like that? I don't want to go into all of that. But if that's what you're into, you can make more with catering. And I'm not telling you how to do it because you're going to drive less miles for sure. Right. Because then the cash value is so much higher. And and, and like you said earlier, it's that quality versus the quantity right so you're looking at a 30 40 50 run who cares if it's 10 miles because it's five thousand miles it's 50 bucks right so it's so so you're gonna drive historically and most or most of the time you're gonna drive less miles so if you're driving less miles your profits are up that's just point blank period right and you use less fuel and less depreciation so. and the last yeah. thing i'll say is i know a lot of you out here are driving maybe a thousand miles a week in the month of September, just the month of September, I drove 600 miles. It's a little over 600 miles. And I made about five grand in catering. That wasn't that's all. Cra- that, that's crazy. Damn. That, that, that's, I'm not even really going to go into all of that. But yeah. I'm just, 
And I know my market is a busy market for catering. Okay. I'm not going to say that everyone can make what I make. Well, and, and you've built, you've, you've worked your way into that. So that, that right. number is not going to be a brand new person doing it for the first few months. Is right. going to have that experience probably, but that's what we're trying to get drivers to understand that you can right. build yourself up to, I think is what you're saying, right? That's exactly what I'm saying. I know there's drivers that drive that many miles in a week or less. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. So if you are a driver that wants to drive less, and make about the same money, I suggest you get into talking a little bit more to these restaurants if you don't want to have a middleman. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. I suggest having a middleman to get your feet wet, <laughs> you know, to get your feet wet, to understand what equipment you might need and different things like that, you know? Right. Yeah. But if you have no knowledge, you don't even know how these restaurants pack up their food. You're just going to go in and sound like a lot of these crazy situations I've heard where these drivers, some drivers they, in my they're area, not ready. Have, they're not prepared. They're not prepared. And then it leaves a bad taste in the restaurant's mouth and they don't yes. want to have that driver ever again. That's a great point. And coming from, you know, I used to manage restaurants. If you guys are going to go out there and try to talk with these GMs and these decision makers in these businesses, you need to make sure you look presentable. Okay. And you got good equipment. Okay. Boxes, bags, right? Like, but you got, you yeah. can't go in there rolling. Like you just woke up. Hey, you got any caterings? I, it's going to be Christmas. You got, can I, no, you got to look good. You got to use your words, eye contact, shake a hand, you know, like all that kind of stuff, right? UDM, because mm -hmm. you know you don't want to just roll in there like I you gotta you gotta separate yourself from the other drivers. That's, yeah. that's kind of how I look at that too, you know. Right. Um, hey, appreciate you, man. Great convo. Uh yeah. you guys are watching on the replay. Let me know what you think about the convo in the comments down below. And uh that's the show for tonight, y'all. Hit the Peace. thumbs up. Thumbs up, thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> appreciate y'all. Have a good night. All right. Let me hit that.